Roses are red, violets are blue, trim your balls and your date will thank us too. What's up fellas, Valentine's Day is knocking and Manscaped is the remedy for what the love doctor ordered. His prescription, the all new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra, designed to elevate your grooming game and shine like the heartthrob you are. Join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com to snag 20% off plus free shipping with our new code SHOW20. So, let's talk about the hero of Valentine's Day, shall we? The Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. This electric trimmer features skin-safe technology guarding your V-Day treasure against any grooming mishaps. It also comes with their brightest LED spotlight yet. It's brighter than your best romantic smile. Perfect for precise grooming, even in the trickiest spots. Oh yeah, and it's waterproof as well, so that makes shower shaving an absolute breeze. But you know what? That's not everything the Love Doctor ordered. This package also features the Weed Whacker 2.0 Nose Hair Trimmer, Manscaped's liquid formulations and two free goodies, the Shed Travel Bag and the Boxers 2.0 because comfort is king for all my dogs. And for a happy ending, there's the Manscaped Refined Cologne. It's the Valentine's Day touch to your grooming routine. Elevate your grooming routine and set the stage for a romantically smooth celebration. And for all my bearded kings out there, Manscaped brings you the Beard Hedger Pro Kit, designed to shape your scruff effortlessly. It sculpts cheek lines and maintains beard styles, giving you that suave look for your romantic moments. Seamlessly handling even thicker beards is the perfect tool for a polished, date-ready appearance. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOW20. That's SHOW20 at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code SHOW20 because your grooming game upgrade awaits, ready to charm your Valentine's dates. Hello everyone and welcome to the FM show. I am of course your host Tony Jameson. Joining me as always is my right-hand man, Aaron, a.k.a. RDF Tactics. And we've got ourselves a lovely guest this week, Aaron. Oh, Everyone, yes. say hello to Work the Space. Jack, L- how are you, pal? I've been described as lovely before. That's, that's quite a... That's perhaps not the most over-the-top intro ever, but yeah, lovely. <laughs> I'll take that. Oh, mate, mate, we, we don't do over-the-top round here. You've got to get your own, you gotta get your own promo coming in. Oh, when we it? had to lose you on, I went, and we've got a bloke who does YouTube videos. So it was, that's how we went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Set the bar high. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you want to do the, do, do the, do the CV. Jack, do the roll call. What have we got? What's, uh, what's the list of honours here? Uh, uh, sat and played football manager and recorded <laughs> it for 11 years before it was cool and somehow i'm still winging it so it's all right there we go there you Excellent. go that, that's that's the full that's right there you don't need anything else does this does this cv rewrite it's it's fine it's totally fine <laughs> excellent <laughs> no it's good to have you man it's good to have you in obviously it's been a while to since we last sports here that you're on the last iteration of the show um a lot's changed in that time i suppose so we we'll always get you back in we can talk about some various bits and bobs um we always start the show with a bit of a save update um so i suppose 
Aaron, I'll come to you first. Yeah. And then we'll go to Jack and then we'll go to myself. So Aaron, whereabouts are we? Because you're you're back on the content train, and I'll be honest. Like, I need the, the content bus replacement <laughs> service to get through all the stuff you're making at the minute. There's a lot, right? Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. I haven't actually been playing a save. I've just been enjoying just playing just playing the game and looking at the uh, match engine, trying different things, little quirky stuff. So that's what that's what I've been doing. My recent video, though, is that it's a very long one. We'll, we'll be speaking about that a little later as well. But that was all about just look, uh, watching the opposition, Again, just there's different ways of playing the game. You can just either just go into a game just with your tactic because you know what's going to happen, or you can try to be a bit reactive and try and react to what you think the AI is going to do. And that's what I that's what the video was basically about. And it's just having fun with content creating and football manager once again as well. After being away for for a little while, trying to go into a save, I it's difficult at the moment. Sometimes I just I open up the save and it's like there's just so many things, there's so many buttons, and I'm like. I don't think I'm ready for this right now. Because <laughs> you just press continue and someone's moaning that you even signed that there's not enough squad depth at goal or whatever it is. It's just like, I can't be asking right now. I just want to plug in my 4-3-3 three, three and go. <laughs> I feel, I feel, Jack, that we're about to uh, we're about to witness Aaron's uh, transition into FM console player very soon. <laughs> oh, That's Jack. Great. That's like your mobile. Just sit there and yeah, yeah, I've got it on there as well. Sign into <laughs> Netflix or whatever it is these days. <laughs> It's expensive. I've not My I've God. not used the Netflix stuff. I I don't really know anyone who plays FM Mobile, but I know there's a player base out there. But like... yeah, there, there there is. There's like a there's actually yeah. a little YouTube uh, community with that as well, which is some of their channels are thriving. I'm watching the videos. I'm like, yeah, this is yeah. all for a this is for a football manager mobile. I, I remember game. when this I started, crazy. and the biggest channel was a guy called FM Handheld called Will. Mm. Don't know where he is now. Will, if you're out there, like, come back. <laughs> Apparently, his front is buzzing, but he was like the biggest channel, like eleven years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football manager mobile. Yeah, and I hear of a few people going like, "Oh yeah, you know, if that's where you want to want to be getting some stuff out, go and do it down there." But I'm like, I can't, I can't put it on my phone. Like honestly, <laughs> I can't read it's it. Bad. It's too small. Bad eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with that. That'll be it. Yeah, It'll be the eye issue rather than just like you know, I can't can't have another device with it on in the household. Um, Jack, of course, you're. you're uh, we, we should talk to yourself as well. Where where are you at with in the world with with regards uh, to saves? Because you've got stuff. Yeah, yeah, park to prem. I was meant to move clubs this year, and I've not managed it. So that, that's, that's, that's far too many times now. I have this issue with football manager where I go into it with this mindset of, oh, it's going to be a journeyman this year, and then I either don't get job offers or I just get overly attached to some players. Yeah. And by the time you actually get job offers that are worth mm. taking, it's like, well, just had this. I signed this guy as an amateur from Portugal in League Two, and he's about to help me win the championship. I don't. I don't want to leave now. But we've made <laughs> memories together. It'd be treacherous. He's not going to make the step up to the Premier League, and I'm going to sell him next year. But here and now, like he's bought into my project. Uh, but no, I'm doing Park to Prem, managing Rugby Town, uh, which is allegedly the place where rugby was invented, according to rugby's uh, like the sport of rugby's website. But. Mm. It's also just apparently a line. It's good marketing. I'll let you know people um, make up their own <laughs> mind. But yeah, imagine Rugby Town trying to get them to be the best football team in the world. Um, so yeah, started down in the eighth tier, 
I want to say the eighth mm-hmm. to I lose track. It's all just a mess below the national north and south <laughs> yeah, of my yeah, mind. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's comes a year where I get probably go, oh, these little leagues I recognise again now. Like, <laughs> I can, I know we've made it. <laughs> um, Finally, I can play Cambridge. <laughs> yeah, right. Literally, right now, right now though, um, top of the guys league. Good, good. Finally, we've got guys league. Finally, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we've arrived. Well, I, I actually have a, a joke about guys league where I call it Geasley every year because I want to get engagement. And so people always correct you because everyone knows it's not said Geasley, but well, I call it Geasley yeah. every time. And I'm not going to lie to you. When he said guys, I was like, I'm not sure that who that team is. And when he said geese, I was like, oh yeah, that team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> if I search guys in my YouTube comment history, I can go through nine years where I'm just constantly saying their name wrong on purpose because oh, every time man. you do it, you'll get like 10 people. Come on, Savian, that's 10 comments for the algorithm right there. Like, oh. <laughs> right, I wish I could kiss. do that. Whenever I mispronounce something and someone tells me, I'm like, I bite back at them as well in the YouTube comments. I wish I could just keep doing it. I, I keep biting back. And now what, I've got a thing where I'm like, I'm talking because I've got a script and I'm like, I get to a player's name I'm like oh crap I don't know how to pronounce that I quickly type copy and paste right into Google pronunciations <laughs> and then I've got like the literal pronunciation while I'm talking at the same time trying to literally copy him it's just oh, crazy. I'm, I'm not even going that far, Aaron. If I get it wrong, I get it's the it's the player who's pronouncing it wrong, not me. Like, <laughs> I, I have actually I'm like it's not a real player, folks. I can say it how it want how I want. Yeah. Really I actually had a chat with him off camera, and he's told me it said Faye, not Fahey. So it's all fine. those letters, all those letters are silent, right? So we're going to pronounce it like this. My favorite thing is if you like, there'll be like a Hungarian name, and a Hungarian viewer, bless them, love, love almost. I've just singled out Hungary here. It happens with all the viewers. <laughs> like, how do you not know that a Z in our language is said SH? I'm sort of thinking, I barely speak English, mate. I can't remember <laughs> all the different rules of all the different languages. Fully aware that for you, you know, it's, it's bloody obvious, isn't it? But for me, like, <laughs> Oh, I've I've got Greek Greek because uh, as we're managing in Greece, we get so many Greek play- people coming in, going like, "Well, it's pronounced like this," and I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Like, and I, I, the your name, your surnames are long, right? <laughs> Recently, I had a player called I've been calling Gasperi, and it's an Italian guy. He's got a little mm. accent on the A, and I got a pronunciation help thing that was just the accent should be on the A, not the E. I'm sorry. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know how to say it with or with, like how am I meant to know what the what an E with an A with accent? How's that different? Like that if you want to type out phonetically, I might have a chance there. But if that's that's the most polite heckle ever. Oh <laughs> I think you found the accents in the wrong position. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying how I've read it like but yes, uh, I'm in the championship now. In fact, at the time this comes out, I will have been promoted. Mm-hmm. Bottle. When is this coming out? What do we have a date? Uh, this will be. Uh, so I'm the curtains here. We're really ruining the, the, the curtains. <laughs> this, this, this is this is this is the this is Thursday. It'll come out next Thursday. So whatever day, the 29th. It'll be out on the okay. 29th. We'll, we'll bleep that bit out so people have no idea when we sat. Oh no, no, I'm not editing it. This is going. <laughs> <up before. laughs> but uh, yeah, just been promoted to the Premier League after two years in the Championship. Bottled the FA Cup semi-final as a championship team. I say bottle, we lost 6-1 to Manchester United at Wembley. So that was that was a nice high note to the season. Um, and hopefully I'm doing okay in the Premier League. I, I don't know if it's just me. I feel like the transfer AI in football manager this year loves to buy your players for a lot of money. So it's felt a bit easier this year, but maybe that's a me problem. Maybe I've just played the game too much and ruined it for myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could be, could be. I mean, I'm not, I'm not noticing a massive. Well, I say I'm not noticing a massive amount of of transfer, like sort of money coming my way. But then, 
I have raised thirty-five million pounds in Greece and only before last season spent fifty-six grand. So possibly I've sort of outdone my <laughs> argument at that point. Um, I'm very, I was very much going down the uh, the budget route of going like, let's just get freebies in and sell them off, and we'll call yeah, that money yeah. ball, right? Um, so that was working quite nicely for me. And we've had our first sort of foray into Europe. We mentioned last week with Aaron, where uh, we finished season seven, we finished third in the league. Aaron, we did fade away sadly as expected we were we were up there or thereabouts with like the sort of the top teams like AIK Olympiacos we were like can we challenge for the title but when it splits the league splits uh, and it's only the top six play each other so the top six play each other and I was in the the round of 16 in the Euro Conference and the semi-finals of the Greek Cup so it was just big match after big match after big match and all my players going We've played 50 games already. Like, <laughs> I'm a bit tired now and I'm going, you've got to play more. <laughs> these, ma- these, these are the matches that matter, not all the other ones. <laughs> um, and I've lied to you. Sorry about that. <laughs> and suffice to say, we crumbled. <laughs> we knocked oh, out. It happens yeah. to the best of us. See, when it's, the, a, those it's a learning experience. I'm positive. Like, your players' mentality just changes. Like, you could be winning like 6 0, 5 0, 6 0, and then it gets to that mm. league split. And then all of a sudden, you're just struggling to even get game uh, goal advantages in those games. I, I've, I remember I was in Austria, I think it was, in the league split. And it was like, I was not comfortable because RB Salzburg, yeah, Salzburg almost mm. types it. But they were just gone, they were far away. But it was just like, I can beat anyone else. And then it got to the league split, and it was just like, I'm finding it very difficult to even, like, the momentum just felt always I mean, them. I mean, what we did, though, was we, we was we really narrowed the gap. So, like, last year, so, like, season six, like, the league winners finished on, like, 90 points or something, 93 points. We finished on 70, and we finished <laughs> fifth. So there was a massive difference. This year, the league winners were on 78. We finished third on 70. So, okay. like... Yes, they've obviously we, we've been taking points off the top teams and we've been crunching that gap down. So we are there thereabouts again. Season eight, the board want a top half finish. I love my board; they're brilliant. Like, <laughs> I love they when the know board just doesn't way. catch up when they just yeah. don't know what's going on. They're just happy to be there. That's the best kind of board. <laughs> We're having a great time. Why would we possibly want to raise expectations? Um, so we, we've tried to bring a few players in. We've sold a couple of players out. Uh, we almost got um, and I, and I believe it's pronounced Aaron. Esposito, uh, not Esposito, as I was calling him. <laughs> um, we had him on trial. He wanted a few few quid a bit too much that we could afford, so we didn't get him in. Um, but I still don't think I've got the striker that I need. We've got Moenta in there, the, uh, the the Thai striker who's doing a, a good job. Oh, I love Moenta. He's awesome, mm. isn't he? He's awesome. But we found a Danish striker at Copenhagen who's a new gen. He's just turned 20. He's got finishing of 19. He's Ooh. got anticipation of 16. He's got off the ball of 15. But the only he's thing that matters is pace, Tony. He's got, <laughs> he's got acceleration of 17. <laughs> it's, all, it's all about those nine attributes. Yeah, all the other attributes have been taken off. He only has four attributes, apparently. <laughs> I was going to say, we're getting into the realms of conspiracy theory. So when this league splits in football, we're saying that the gate, all the players in the competitions, <laughs> they play worse. It really splits all the form. This is a new conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. So if we don't get him, which I don't think we will, because he's wanted by other teams and oh. will require money as well. Um, so if that one doesn't happen, we're trying our best on transfer deadline day to convince Kuzi Azare to join on loan. Is that from the Bayern Munich? Oh yeah, I was going to say that's, lad who's gone, he's not he's gone to Bayern in, game, in real life and has gone to Bayern in, in game as well. So we're hoping he's going to come because we started the season well. Uh, we are up near the top again, but. 
I just need I need that goal score. That's what I need. I've never managed in Greece. Are there any weird and wonderful rules besides the league split? Because there's you know some what? leagues where they're like, you must have 18 Greek players in your registered <laughs> squad. <laughs> Two players under the age of 16 and one <laughs> over 35 non-European player on your bench at all times. So Everyone's got to have... Everyone's got to have GCSE maths, um, which <laughs> seems weird, but I guess it makes sense. Um, yeah, no, you know what? It, 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 the rules are really, really good, hence why we're doing there as the building nation. Uh, when we broke down the the foreign rules as well for like players who are counted as, as EU and non-EU, um, English players don't count as non-EU. So what Ooh. we've done is we've brought a load of free transfer English players over to then sell back to England for like six million quid. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, like, we, we, we've got Job Bellingham has, has been at the club for three years, and we, we're going to build a statue of him. So he's he's doing fantastic. We had... Um, Are you going to retire his shirt number when he leaves? Yeah, or? I mean, he's already, he's already played too many games, so we're retiring the stadium that he's played. <laughs> We've got uh, we've got Cade Gordon from from Liverpool. We've had Will Dixon from Man City. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. he went for back to Brighton. He was like, we came in on free, sold him for six and a half million, and then just, there's just a thirty percent football manager transfer. AI really good this year. <laughs> uh, can't make any money. He was playing very well in defence. The thing I've noticed this year is you'll have a player who plays really well for you in like a really specific system, then you sell them and the AI just plays the ones they play badly and they never get yeah, yeah. Well. Thanks for money. <laughs> well, I've said this to Aaron, like I, I signed a um a, a new gen, a Nigerian centre back called Nwanko, and we guessed on, Ooh, on how good he good. was. Right, very close. There's a silent D in there as well. So, <laughs> uh, uh, we signed him on a bit of a guess, and we're like, oh, he's probably going to be fine. He plays for Generation Four; it'll be fine, right? Brought him in, and he was brilliant. Like attributes for days, and then we sold him to Liverpool for seven million pounds, and then there was a forty percent future profit in there as well, and like some international bonuses and that sort of stuff. We cashed in on his uh, on his forty percent for eleven million pounds. So, and we had him back on loan for a season, and he's played like nine games for Liverpool or something in the two years he's been there. And I'm like, he's valued at seventy million. He's not gonna. We're gonna end up getting him back for free in about three years when his contract runs out. <laughs> that reminds me, I had a save game in Racing a few years ago, and I saw Pablo Torre, who now is a mm-hmm. youth, youth player. I think he still plays a. Barcelona, but he's out on loan, I think. Yeah. But I sold him to Bayern Munich and then loaned him back seven straight years. They released him and I just bought him back. So I just got three million for him. He just played for yeah. me for seven years. Well, I had that, that was that was my Ricky J. Jones. Like when I first started. The football manager uh, definitely stopped that because that was my thing. And people used to be like get upset as well. Like when I'm streaming, it's like I know it's wrong, but I can literally loan him for another year. Like he's literally our player. He want to leave. Yeah, he does. Oh man, now now this year, yeah. Yeah, you just can't either every time they want a different environment the club wants a different environment <laughs> i feel like they just put that line in to stop it. Yeah, to stop I mean, it happening because i've never <laughs> seen that until this year in concert like, oh, well he was quite good i wouldn't mind him but no different environment what does that mean is, is, yeah. is that bad if we move stadium does it still count like is that <laughs> that's actually yeah. in my save game at the moment i'm in a ground that has two thousand seats and I've just been promoted to the Premier League. We've just installed under-soil heating, but we've only got a 1,000 season tickets. <laughs> and obviously the rule in the Premier League is you have to have 5,000 seats. And it used to be in Football Manager, if you didn't fulfil that stuff, you like got moved. Whereas in my mm-hmm. say, 
I've not been moved. And I feel like I'm only going to be allowed 2,000 people coming to games because we're not building more seats. We're, we're planning for a new stadium that, well, like we're in the plan, we're looking for a site. You know, <laughs> I like, like, it's not when you go camping and you're looking for like a free of a tennis uh, Rugby town. <laughs> But yeah, it's funny where it's just like, yeah, well, we've had to pay too many pounds of undersoil heating now in the Premier League, but we've still only got 2,000 seats in the shed. So, yeah, good luck. Yeah, you might. I mean, I think uh, Lelujo had the same issue when he was at Burton. He, like, sort of, he was, I think, again, 2,000, 5,000 or whatever. And he went to, like, essentially, uh, was it they called it the Peter Shilton Arena or something that was built in Nottingham for the Euros and was never actually used? It was just this ghost site. And then he it's went really back. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Football Manager does this thing where, when major international tournaments are given to like countries the country just yeah. generates new stadiums based around the country's legends but just puts them in random cities yeah. i remember seeing it where it's like there was like the michael owen stadium in bournemouth and bournemouth which is just like you know of all the things that break immersion in football manager i don't have a problem with like you know signing a player on loan seven years in a row after selling and <laughs> this is breaking it for me when i go to a stadium named after michael owen just in bournemouth <laughs> Imagine how boring the Michael Owen Stadium would oh, be, I'm, though. I'm it would just be <laughs> video where he's uh, on a helicopter shooting, like I think it's an Abu Dhabi like hotel, uh, uh, like <laughs> thing. Talk about how great it is. Just imagine him in a helicopter going around Bournemouth, talking about how great Bournemouth is. Is the yeah. stadium they named after me? <laughs> University is quite good for media studies. If anyone's interested. <laughs> We uh, we used to read on on my stream. We used to read uh, snippets from Michael Owen's autobiography, and it is just as good as you'd expect. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, a good in a bad way. I want the audio book version. Is there a version where he reads it out? Because that will definitely put oh, me to sleep. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't even need to um... record the whole thing. Like, just do the two pages. No one's ever going to know that. You know, just have them on loop. <laughs> It was those videos that came out over Christmas where, like, I'm going, like, he knows he's doing this, right? He knows. Yeah, he must know. Going like, oh, someone yeah, stitching him up. Just <laughs> throw apple cores at the wall, and then it went in the bin because I was brave. And I'm like, <gasps> that was. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I can't. I don't think. That, yeah, man. He he can't know. That must be just him. It must be just him. It was like from when I remember. It was like early days of his commentary and he just said something about yeah footballers tend to use their feet and that's why I was like I'm just I can't deal with this guy no more I'm just I'm finished and that was like after the third time hearing him it's like footballers tend to use their feet I was like nah that's just I'm you think sorry. about it, he's involved in so many iconic things that are kind of viral on the internet it's like when uh, yeah. like BBC2 had like the kids TV show where they were trying to find like the next footballer there's oh, like yeah. the I think it was in Neville Southall was like <laughs> teaching this little kid how to play a goal like, like nine years old and Michael was just shooting it into the bottom <laughs> Corner full back celebrate. He's like, well done. He, it? He's well done. He's thirteen or whatever yeah. it is. Michael's just like, go get in there. Doing <laughs> full on, full on blasties at the kid as well. <laughs> just like... like, if that's your nephew, it's a summer barbecue. And he's been doing your head in. Fair play. It's just a small child, but Michael, he's been invited by CBBC to appear on this kid show. You're ruining it for him. <laughs> they should do a reunion, really, shouldn't they? Shouldn't yeah, they? <laughs> read, rematch the shootout now. <laughs> oh, I'm visualizing it already. Like I, I, I think film it in Bournemouth, where the media suite is. Right, do it down there. <laughs> Win against the stadium. Niche for the listeners and watchers. I, I'd like to think that most of them are like plugged into the the online football czar guys to be aware of Mike Lowen's presence on the internet. 
And if you're not, just search Michael Owen and then whatever auto fills, just watch all the videos that come yeah, up on yeah. After you've done watching this, if you're on YouTube. Of <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. God, what a man! What a Miles? Can we have can we have boring footballers, please, in uh, in FM thirty six? Can, can, can we have Michael Owen go around Vicarage Road talking about the new football manager features next year? Ah, oh, that. Oh my God. Sorry, sorry, Miles. You've been replaced. We're gonna get Michael in. Uh, uh. Uh, this is so a football manager is... podcast, so the people thinking, "Are they going to talk about that? maybe potentially?" Yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, 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 oh, this is bumpy territory, isn't it? Hang on, back we go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there eventually. It's fine. This is what happens when we're left unsupervised. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's been uh, there's been times when Steve listens back, going, "I don't think I should get ill again." Like <laughs> just. <laughs> Yeah, take your vitamin C, Steve. You'll get better. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Um, but yeah, Jack, we, we mentioned right. Let, let's let's get let's let's get it back. Let's get it slightly back on the track then. So you're mentioning parts of Prem, which of course is um, the save, the series, the um, do I do I say Bearmoth? I'm going to say Bearmoth. That's a big um, word. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm going for it though. I'm going. For it. I'm going to be. I don't even know what it means. As well. A lot of points just... in Scrabble. I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> again. It's probably pronounced wrong, right? But. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 your thing, right? Obviously, it's your thing. Um, your YouTube series, you take a small club, obviously from from non leagues, all out to the Premier League. Um, you play very similar to to how I do it. That's that's my vibe. Like, and when I was getting into watching content and stuff, I've said to yourself before, watching the parts of Prem's was was the thing. I was just like, right, that got me hooked in. And so, has that always been your vibe, or have you started? Did you used to sort of like just do the Premier League stuff and then be like, oh, you know what? No, I need something different. That's a great question. Um, when I f- I remember my first ever save in Football Manager was it, it was Championship Manager 2004. And uh, I've told the story before. I had a half brother from my dad's previous marriage and he'd come over at weekends. And at one point, my dad decided to be the cool, you know, dad that he'd see on the weekend. So we had to have Championship Manager. <laughs> to, to really impress my half brother and my base, my half brother played it once and didn't like it, and I got hooked on it. My first ever save, Swansea in Division Three, went all the way up. I didn't understand how anything worked. So thinking back, I was like ten years old. It's like, what, how did I know what I was doing? Like the game isn't as complicated as it is now, but genuinely, I have questions. But no, it has always been my thing. I mean, my first ever save on YouTube. Ooh, actually, it's weird when i first started doing football manager like now i really approach her a bit more of a business head and knowing that i've had like 11 12 years of doing it whereas mm. when i first started i was in my second year in university had too much free time and just all i did was play football manager anyway so for mm. some reason i decided to do an fc united and manchester save and a pentagon challenge at the same time <laughs> and do them both on youtube with daily videos i was putting out like 10 videos a week like it was and in hindsight i'm something they could have been good videos. I've not watched them back. They could yeah. have been good. Like, I don't know what I was doing. Like, wow, and, uh, that is mental. I, I think they lost it on the internet. But yeah, so it's always been like one of these things that I like building up teams. I've done it with so many teams over the years. So I did FC United. Uh, I'm going to miss out teams here, which is awful after mm. somebody is doing it. Um, uh, God, why is the name gone from my head? Yeah. Hereford. Hereford. I wanted to say Hereford, but no, it is Hereford that I did. Um, <laughs> Lewis FC. So, and there's so many teams I've done it with over the years, but it wasn't until like, maybe five years ago I was like, I'm pretty sure just slap a label on this. Mm. Like, there's only so many times you can go Road to Glory club name, and Road to Glory is a very generic like name that's been used for so many different 
football video game kind of series. I was like, Park to Prem, that sounds punchy. At one point, it was going to be Park to Premier League. I was like, it's a bit wordy. Like, <laughs> but it's been like how I came up with work the space. I just like three syllables, like three single oh, yeah. syllable. It just mm. works. Um, but yeah, it has just always been a thing. I mean, when I first, I remember a period in my life where I didn't have time to play like loads of football managers. So I used to do what lots of content creators do now, where I do all the transfers, then just simulate the seasons. And part of me, like, I used to do that and enjoy it. And part of me said, man, maybe I should have just done that. Things would have been a lot simpler if I'd started doing that <laughs> 10 years ago. Could have your Pentagon and your, your Let's yeah, Play well, at the yeah, same literally. time. <laughs> part of me was like, should I just do a director of football Pentagon? That's probably a terrible idea. Like, <laughs> what could go wrong? Um, but no, it has always just been a thing for me, lower league stage. It is tricky, though, because I, I was talking with my partner about this, actually, like, this week. Like, I've been doing the same thing for a little while now, and there is also always this fear. It's like... How often do you want to do the same thing over and over? And I've done it in different countries, but ultimately when 50% of my audience watch from England, like mm. English clubs will always have more pull, but it's just kind of the sad reality. Yeah. And if you're in a, I don't know, someone in America, well, wherever you are in the world, you you know of the Premier League, right? I feel like it's the one international league that everyone kind of has at least a baseline knowledge of if you watch any kind of football, really. So kind of being like, that's the end goal to get there and beyond. It's kind of so that anyone can understand. It's like, I mean, I'm talking. About, I've done this for like 11 years. I'm talking about the fact that I don't understand the leagues before, below the national north and south because it just becomes like an absolute minefield. That is the free, is it free regional premiers? Something like that, yeah. And then yeah, you get into like, the school it's, leagues it's, and stuff, yeah, don't you? It's mad. Um, but yeah, it, it has always just been the thing that I've done. There is part of me that thinks, should I do, like, could I do something different? Should I do something different? I mean, the plan, like I mentioned earlier, this year was to move clubs. But, I was like, <laughs> but to stop me, just pick, because I don't really like the idea of just picking teams to manage. Because I actually feel like in Football Manager, it's quite easy if you just pick teams. Like, I feel like the game yeah. quite likes to just give you the jobs if you apply for them. It's quite charitable with like... Mm moving upwards so i was like i'm only going to move to teams that approached to like sign me and it was like four promotions later i'm in the national north and south it's like the only job offer i've had is from a team that were below me in my own division like <laughs> and weren't mm. better it's just like it just doesn't really make sense to move yeah and so it got to a point where i was like i guess it's just another one club save but it does make me wonder you know like obviously next year with the new football manager like we don't really know what it's going to be like because we know it's going to be a new engine like is there going to be databases that just work i mean the mm. database editor is a bit of a mess anyway it feels like it's held together with gaffer tape and every year it releases <laughs> and the database creators are complaining that it doesn't work so it's like maybe next year is the time to do so get a little different spice up my life or something yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting timing, really, of that of that conversation. Because Aaron, you had some, even you you put out on Twitter today, actually yeah. saying like, you know, like, is it time to go back to let's players on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, and and like, people just love it. Yeah, so like, I didn't. That's the thing. I never used to really get that request. It'll be like one or two. Be like, hey, are you gonna do? Because I was always just a tactic anyway. But for some reason, this year. Maybe there's a presence missing. Like, I don't know, because I, I used to watch Dr. Benji as well. So maybe there's mm -hmm. actually like a presence missing that like some people are like, I need a let's play from someone sort of thing. But this year, it's been a request, like do a let's play, do a let's play. But I, I'd always do this. I, I, I buy into people's comments. I do the let's play and I'm like, where are you now? <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what, you know? If there's one thing I've learned yeah. over the years, it's yeah. don't listen to the will of the people. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, the government actually, you know, they're terrible idea listening to the will of the people. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. There. And then like today um, I put out like a poll and just to see like if I'm going to get, if I can get like 
a bunch of the same um, answers or reactions, then fair enough. That that might be a bit of a hint. Today I posted what 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 other content I gave them four different options. I swear to you, in the comments, it was just every comment was different. One season, do one season wonder. No, no, do tutorials. No, no, do like mm. another, do another video on mid block and higher pressing. Do not, it's like, mate, you lot don't even know what you the want. Thing, you the lot thing I compare that to yeah. it's we've all been a, a little kid and there was something that you saw. Maybe it was you were waiting in the queue at the supermarket and you saw someone like, Mum, can I have that thing? And she's like, yeah. No, you don't need that. You don't need it. And you're like, No, no, I really want that thing. <laughs> and, oh. and then you get it and you're like, well, I get it, actually. Like, we've all saved up for ages. And I feel like the other thing is, when it comes to people go, I want a let's play. But the thing is, a let's play is like such a broad spectrum of yeah. content. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. idea of what it is, like, people just instantly, if you go, I'm doing a let's play, people like go to their idealistic idea of what that will be and what it must yeah, entail. Yeah, yeah. The reality mm. is, it's never going to be exactly what people want. And people might be really excited. By the idea of something, but the reality yeah. of it. I mean, yeah, I remember exactly. being really, really excited. What, what it was? What video game was it? It was a video game when I was a little kid. I was really excited for, it, and then I got up and thought, "This is crap." I just never played <laughs> it. Again. I think it was FIFA. Like it's that thing, right? Where yeah, I think people always have, especially online. I don't like to do polls when people will always go, "You should do a poll on this thing." I'm saying, "You yeah, don't know." Yeah, like, and, yeah. It's the and, word. And, I, I always fall into that trap. I don't know why, as well. Always fall into that trap of doing a poll. Oh, but why? Why would you not? I mean, you know, as, as we, we've joked on before, it's engagement, it's my, visibility. Well, my right, answers but, are kind of a reason not to because it kind of puts me in a worse if position. I could hide, <laughs> if I could hide the result <laughs> in a poll, it would be fine. I so that I'll be like a new save. It would be like a new save on Twitch, and I, there'll be two teams, and then it's just no one wants those two teams anymore. And it's like, why don't you do this team How about Barcelona? But like, yeah, but why don't you do this other club in Barcelona and try to be bigger than Barcelona? And it's like, I, mate, there's just two options. Just pick one of the two. The other issue with that is people yeah. have to go. Why don't you do a poll for like what team you go to? It's like, well, here's the issue: if forty percent of you vote one and for sixty percent vote for the other, that's a pretty big majority that are voting for one of the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But forty percent of like two thousand people who want the other thing might be really turned off by that other idea. You're almost better yeah. off not giving yeah. the option to people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is where I'm going next. Because as soon as you kind of open up that Pandora's box there, what you could get in the future, like, yeah. you know, and I think That's actually, true. especially if you're a a newer creator or maybe someone who's, don't want to say not self-assured, but you have that element mm. of self-doubt where rather than trusting your own gut, you get more from listening to your audience. Yeah, yeah. That's not to say you shouldn't oh. listen to your audience. No. But I, I I still get that, and I, and I class myself as a as a sort of newer newer face on the on the content creator block. And I've been around for a, for a while in other various guises, but like I think in terms of of streaming and YouTube, I still class myself as a newbie, and I and I do still feel that I am a little bit taken by like what people would expect, and and I keep asking questions like you know I I keep saying time and time again like you know I should do YouTube, and I know that I don't really suit YouTube. And I haven't got the time to sit and do a good Let's Play. I've started a Let's Play, and I will finish it. I will finish it. If it kills me, I will finish it. But I know that it's going to get, and I want to get it done. I'm desperate to get it done, but I know it's not my best self on YouTube. I know I'm better long form on Twitch. And I'm loving the fact that, that YouTube is now potentially 
becoming slightly more long form. Maybe that's what I'll do, Jack. Maybe I'll do each video <laughs> will be two hours long, right? And it'll be me sitting going, right, here's what happened last week at Blythe Spartans, right? We played with it. And, and I literally, I'll do a documentary each each week. But that's the thing, though. I think that's what, because I, like, as a content creator, I don't really think about how people are watching my content. So I mentioned earlier that I would see like during the day, if I'm on my computer during the day and I see a video for 88, 48 minutes, I am not watching that. I need 10 minute videos, whatever. But now if it's midnight, I'm laying down in bed. I'm I'm kind of one one video that is just going to put me to sleep sort of thing. And I remember oh, watching that. I'll, I'll make it. I'll yeah, make it. It's fine. I'll just be watching a video on the history of the Crystal Maze. Like, I'm yeah, yeah this, so I, mean, like... I remember watching the other thing is that, yeah, my my audience, they just put me on and fall asleep. <laughs> I was like, well, that's actually a great way to get some um, duration for your video as well. Retention I just, is yeah, high. And I, just remember, like, I don't actually think, I don't actually think about how people are watching. And I just assume mm. that as soon as I post it, they get a notification and they're going to watch it and then plug the tactic in their videos. And that's kind of, yeah. So Even my last video, so my last video, it wasn't that I was so much like second guessing or what should I do next? It was more so like, oh, this was different than what I usually do, but I also enjoyed it because it was like, it was basically a let's play, but I've only played two games. And it was just yeah. like, this is how I'm going to watch the opposition and blah, 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 blah. And obviously, because it worked as well, which made it obviously a lot more fun. It was like, wow, this is different. So that's what made me go, you know, what, I'm going to ask you, look, what would you like? It was kind of like, would you like something similar along these lines more? But I think yeah. I just done the poll wrong and just said what would you like and it's like rebuilds and there's like just four different options and the answers were just it's still going on now i've just ignored it <laughs> just but, but i think again you've you've made a good point there and about saying like you know people and, and you, yourselves like yourself jack and aaron like you two have got like massive followings on youtube built up over a number of years like loyal followings that will watch a lot of your stuff and will not necessarily deviate around yeah. right you say there about the notification goes off. Now, that's great if that person is subscribed to the channel and has that notification <laughs> yeah, yeah, turned yeah. on. So you might have 100,000, 50,000 subscribers, but if only 20,000, I'm not saying only 20,000, <laughs> have that notification <laughs> turned on, there's still half of your audience yeah, are yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. be aware that you're putting content out every single day we yeah. get it on the show as well and this is a quick link if you are listening please subscribe to the channel and like the video <laughs> and turn those notifications on so that you get to hear it every single week like because you can have this massive following but the drop off you're you're not hitting everyone that's in your yeah, exactly, community yeah. isn't it yeah exactly yeah yeah i mean i i was i was talking about this actually recently with someone it's like with me the content i do i do some evergreen content at the start of the year some useful guides yes, yeah. people are looking for at the start of the year and we'll look through <laughs> for throughout but then i do fall into almost like a comfort zone where for me you talk about the the idea of people being like you know waiting for the notification or whatever yeah for me the big thing is i upload every weekday at midday so mm. I try and get into people's routine where it's something they can watch on their lunch break or it's there yeah, when they're yeah. at home. If you're on the East Coast of America, it's when you can just stick on while you have your breakfast. And I feel like that consistency is something that I really pride myself on. It's bloody difficult to get out a video every day at midday, especially because my videos have started to get a little bit longer this year, kind of unintentionally. And I still edit them way down. But it, it's become more work for me on a daily basis, I guess. But the way yeah. I kind of... Talk with my, I talk with my like channel manager about it, but my video should really just be viewed as a, a podcast. It's a football manager podcast that comes out every day, and it's just a snapshot of the save games as it is at the moment. 
is obviously you could just listen to it. It's definitely a better viewing experience, but the way in which it's consumed is it's the same 30 to 40,000 people who watch it every day. And so from a content creator point of view, it gives you a really nice security where, you know, I can be 70 episodes in now and there's still 30,000 people watching it all the time because that's what they're there for. But any new people who have discovered my channel in the last three months and say, bloody hell, he's on episode 20, bloody hell, he's on episode four, <laughs> episode 60, like people aren't going to go back and watch that. So I kind of pen, pen myself into a corner where and I'm going to build up an initial audience when the game first comes out. And then I hope that those people are going to stick with throughout. But the sad reality, yeah. when you have like a hundred episode Let's Play, people aren't just going to start watching at episode 40. Like you basically accept whatever your peak is at the start. It's mm. only downhill from there slowly. That's, that's why sometimes you'll see people move teams and then they'll label it a new episode one. So in the algorithm, when people look at episode ones of new series, and sometimes that makes sense as like a jumping on point. Yeah. But, I th- but it's one of those things where I do wonder, having done part to prem so consistently now for a number of years, it's like, um, is next year a good year to try something a little bit different where I don't do the same video every weekday? And it's a, it's one of those things where I have some really nice stability with it. I know there's an audience that wants to watch yeah. that. And that audience is growing every year. It's not like there's less people watching year on yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I've hit a ceiling of sorts. But then on the flip side, um, you see other creators who maybe do less videos a week, but they get some really good views doing some really cool, unique ideas. And there's part of me goes, man, should I just be working on fewer, like really highly edited videos where like, I can maybe simulate seasons and just do transfers, all this stuff? Or, or like what's better is it like doing two or three videos like that that maybe get way more views but actually because you're doing fewer videos the net total views is less but you have a mm. bigger audience or is it better to have a smaller hyper engaged audience who are always going to watch the thing that you put out and you know like that thing and it's like the, I just probably people listening going just do both so yeah no. like, I, I wish it was that easy <laughs> folks like, there is definitely someone thinking that right now why don't you just do both and like, it's, like I, do I want a four <laughs> hour epic video yeah. every single week along with your let's play and several tactical recreations I had to on my, I had to come on it's your going, job Jack I told Richie go can you do two videos a day I'm sat thinking I just won't sleep then, mate. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, yeah. The same as when I get people comment. I recently like posted something about I was playing FIFA. I think and I tweeted out about. So it's like you play this in your free time and you play Football Manager for work. You're living the dream. I'm sat thinking about thirty percent of my actual like work is yeah. playing. Yeah, the rest yeah. is recording it and editing it. And and it isn't like not as chill as people realise. Like, and there is like a mindset shift when it's your job where it has to be a bit different. I remember I'd always get people ask, what save game do you do in your free time? I'm having if you think in my free time, I'll play more football at it. Like I love football at it. <laughs> and there was a period in my life where I probably could play 16 hours a day of it and absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Those days have gone. And it's not that like I don't enjoy it anymore. It's just a case of I know if I started doing that, I would be burnt out very, very quickly. Yeah. That, that wasn't me on Twitch last on FM23. That's why, was... that's why I don't stream anymore. Like, yeah. I stream F1 Manager because I think that game is actually really easy to edit down into video content from streams. But Football Manager, like, there's so much to compress down, like, Oof. and keep a cohesive story. Yes, that's, that's where I'm struggling. And and again, because obviously I, I also go off on several tangents uh, <laughs> in the stream as well, trying to work out 
what I've even said that's remotely coherent to make a three-hour stream into into a ten-minute video. That oh, was it's, 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 it's near impossible. Like, my streams yeah. couldn't be on YouTube anyway. It's just f this and s that and woodwork. This is the whole thing. Yeah. As long so as the first five minutes have no swearing, you can monetize it. It's fine. Just exactly. yeah. what is it? This is complex and singing as well. Like singing is a huge part. I think that's literally about. 60-70% of my streams is me singing along to whatever songs in the background, which is one reason why. Because I then last year I tried to do like a Dortmund Let's Play, and like there was just something missing. And usually when I'm playing football manager, like even when I'm doing tactics, I've got two big speakers and music is just blazing out the whole day. And that's that's literally my day. And then when I'm streaming, the music is blazing in my headphones, like in streaming, I'm shouting because that's how loud the music is. But when I try and do that now offline, trying to do a let's play, because obviously now you're in a record setting, everything has to be quiet and stuff. It's just that that my energy, it just wasn't there. Like my personality, maybe, but the energy just wasn't completely there. But I did try to trick people with the let's play last year. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, everyone comment, um, giveaway, giveaway, for manager, giveaway. So like the first episode was booming. I was like, yes, I've cracked it. Second episode, it was like, it went from like 20,000 to 3,000. <laughs> I was like, whoop, that didn't it work. It is that thing where it's like, whenever you do like a series, as opposed to a series sequence of one-off videos or videos that can be consumed in isolation, yeah. you kind of just set yourself up for knowing that whatever you produce, like the first episode will always be the peak. Yeah, Occasionally the peak, yeah. you'll get it where maybe through an accumulation of hype and people being served that first yeah, episode, like, moment, yeah. you know, the first 10 videos, maybe you will actually see an increase in those videos. And like episode seven will get more views in the first day than episode one because you've managed to convert enough people through. But kind of long-term, like, yeah, you are setting yourself up for that long-term fall-off. Yeah, That's probably what puts a lot of, like, Newer. I'm going to only use the word newer uh, or, or smaller creators off the let's plays, and they, and then they they do sort of like use that whole, oh you know no, let's plays don't work on YouTube anymore, and it's like well, right you know you like compared to your followership, you got say a thousand views for episode one, it's going to be diminishing returns by the time you get to episode 100, you're going to be if you get another 120 views, 200 views, you've done pretty well to retain, whereas oh, yourselves sure. you you're starting off on thirty thousand. By the time you get to episode 100, if you're drop, if you've dropped down to 20,000, that's a still a big drop off. If you're hitting down to 10,000, it's a huge drop off. Like the, the, this is a I've not really talked about this with viewers, so a little exclusive here. But like last year, we participated. I won the Champions League, and the views went from 20,000 ish videos. Won the Champions League, every video beyond that struggled to hit like 12,000. Mm. So I've already kind of made this conscious decision in my head that when I win the Champions League with Pots Brem series just ends. And mm. it might be that I kind of thematically do a thing where it becomes a director of football save, you know, where I don't micromanage the years. I just do the summer transfer windows and once or twice a week, there's just a, hey, here's how the season went without me at Rugby Town. Like, here's who we brought in to be the new manager. These are the transfers I did. Here's how the players that you know are developing. So it can kind of serve the people who want that longer-form story. But what I've realized is when you set a goal, especially in a football manager set game, as soon as you hit that goal, especially if it's something like the Champions League, mm. which people kind of view as the pinnacle, there is that drop-off. I get it. With Park to Premier, I see two drop-offs, really. The first is when I reach the Premier League, and the second is when you win the Champions League. And it is really tricky because I'm someone who I could play save games for years and years and years. Like, part of me is, I want to make a dynasty. I want to win 10 Champions Leagues in 10 <laughs> years. Um, but the reality is, you know, whilst there are some hyper-engaged people who enjoy that way of playing, a lot of the people you speak to play football manager, you know, they do that goal and then they're just like, oh, I'm done with my save game now. And I think it's kind of a similar thing with people watching as well. Yeah, viewing, yeah, yeah. So we had that somewhat similar thing and then I had to change. So when I was at Everton, it was like, 
we qualified for the Champions League. Then we won it, but it was like, well, I'm not going to purposely throw the Champions League. <laughs> but at the same time, mm. I did recognise we've just won this way too soon in the save. And it was like a little drop-off because we then we stayed at Everton. And then it was like, okay, I, I, I guess people, we might as well just leave. And then it was like, oh, there's the idea. Just go to clubs that have never won the league and try and do it there. And so then at least that keeps mm. the interest. Oh, they've won it. Where are they going to go next sort of thing? And people are already asking me, without even winning the league in Serie A, where are you going to go next? I'm like, mate, I don't know yet. We haven't won the league here yet. Yeah. Sort of thing, yeah. But I guess that was the sort of way. But yeah, at Everton, it was like, we won the Champions League. And it was just like, people just got bored. It was like, well... <laughs> what do we take from ahead then? So it's weird because it's like everyone plays the game different. It's like I think where everyone yeah, plays yeah, the game yeah, yeah. Everyone has their different ideas what a let's play or a save game should yeah. be. And so whilst there might be people who are disappointed that you moved away from Everton or yeah, they might yeah. case have to stop having won the Champions League. The reality yeah. is that when you're a creator, you have to find that balance behind doing the save game and content you want to do, but also yeah. serving the majority of your audience or uh, it's knowing when to end a good thing. It's like a record yeah. label career with like a singer, you know, and they keep releasing album after album and it's never quite as, again. it's like, ah, oh, they really should just move on to something new. And it's like, in a weird way, football managers save games. Like I like that. <laughs> I think FM 22, I had this series, like how I created the perfect. So I done how I created the four, three, three, which is what kind mm. of, that took off on the channel. Then it was the yeah. 43 one. I was like, I've got something going. Then it was like the 431 team. I was like, oh my God. Then the next year I tried it. And it's like, ever since I was like, I've kept chasing that good thing. And it was like, it's never coming back to me, man. <laughs> hey, look, you you two can laugh all you want. I am doing a remix of the uh, Football Manager Room My Life stand up show to get me back <gasps> up there. So just you wait for that. I'm actually not even kidding. <laughs> Someone has just gone on my YouTube and asked me to do an FM mobile. Tactics. There you go, it's a sign. <laughs> right, should we all sign into our Netflix accounts? Just yeah. Live for a few, that's all well chip for the first time. Fantastic, but a let's play, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> with, the way, with the way this is orientated, we can all just hold our phones like vertically and everyone can yeah. just turn their heads and watch it all. Audio oh, listeners, if, sorry, but... If I clip it off, there's there's me TikTok as well, and that's it done as well. Easy. Just, oh, this is the way to do it right now, isn't it? Turn me podcast into me clips. Easy, easy, flying. It's time to say hello to the newest sponsor of the FM show. Everybody say hello to full-time prints. Full-time prints offer a variety of prints to give football fans the chance to remember their favourite football moments forever. They currently offer a range of goals, team sheets, commentary and league tables. Prints are available in A4 through to A1 and can be bought with or without a frame. It makes the perfect gift for occasions such as Christmas, birthdays, Father's Day, Mother's Day, just because presents. Like, seriously, this is the perfect gift for every football fan. You want to go on the website, browse what they've got. They've got so many things to choose from, whether it's teams, European teams, international teams, moments that happen. And if you can't find something you like, you can even do a custom request. You can create anything you've seen yourself. Maybe you've seen a goal you want to relive. You can have that. Maybe you want to relive the first match you ever attended. Or maybe if you're a football manager fan, you might want to do a custom one just designed for football manager that immortalizes your save forever. You can have a print done that has all your trophies, the entirety of the save, the key moments. Maybe you want to relive the Champions League final and have your team sheet and everything on there. You can do that with full-time prints. I'm thinking I'll get myself one and I'm going to put it right behind my head in my office 
just behind here. And as a little sweetener for you, we've got a little bit of discount to help you out here. So use the code THEFMSHOW. We'll get you 10% off your entire order. Go to fulltimeprints.com. Use the discount code THEFMSHOW. That's 10% off your entire order. And there's free shipping on orders over 50 quid. So go get yourself a full-time print. Immortalize that football manager save. Let us know what you've got. Visit fulltimeprints.com. Use the discount code THEFMSHOW. Get yourself 10% off. And remember, free shipping on orders over 50 quid. One thing I will mention, Jack, as well, and I can't remember if I've mentioned this to you before, but we're in a previous podcast that I used to work on. Shout out to Football Manager Therapy, by the way. Um, we spoke <laughs> to Big Demo, the the wrestler, who Love I believe you, you're aware of, um, famously clocked on Florida Beach wearing a Park to Prem shirt that he Going does the sleeves on, which is amazing. Um, also, as well, I was chatting with a friend of mine who, again, I, I'm sure I'm sure I've told this before. But I was chatting with a friend of mine a couple of years back. We we're talking about the, the podcast starting, and I was saying I was going to start doing Twitch and stuff. And um, and he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah I've been catching up with uh, with work the space at Taolo." And I was like, "This is brilliant! Like, just lovely to see like mates just catching up." He's a big non-league football fan up in that area anyway, yeah. and um, and that was like that was one of the seasons that I remember watching the whole thing on YouTube, like, and just that was the moment that I was like, "Right, you can build your community around this football club." That. 99% of your audience would never no. have heard of. And would, yeah, yeah. even now, I could have said it correctly in the first episode. <laughs> Tolo, Tolo, wasn't it? Yeah. It's, it's written T O W. It should be Tolo. I don't know why it's Tau, but English <laughs> no. language things. Yeah. Uh, and Hungarian, it seemed pronounced even differently. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you, put the, you put the accent on the O, not the W in that one. Yeah. Um, and then, and like, so yes, yeah, so you've got all these people who have got no idea where Tolo is. And then they're invested in the save. And at the end of the save, the club needs some money, and you go and just crowdsource a yeah. new roof for them. Like yeah, it's just that's mental. I, I love that aspect of it, and that for me was one of the first times. I was like, wow, there's actually like an audience of people like who are really get invested into the save games, uh, and yeah, that was like so cool. They had like a sinkhole on their pitch. On the one hand, I'm like, that's wicked. People get really invested into it, but then it also makes it really terrifying. It's like, what when I want to do a save when I move clubs? Because clearly mm. people do get attached to the teams you manage. It's like, yeah, it's a way, yeah. way to keep that link. Because yeah. it, it's that tricky thing where, pardon me, I will do, when I've done parts of Prems where I move clubs, they don't drop off in views compared to the previous year, but they don't tend to have the same increase. Yeah. At the same time, I'm very conscious that having last year managed Guernsey all the way through and this year managed rugby all the way through. You don't want to be sat just doing the same thing over and over, especially because in the last few years, it's been very quick promotions. Because I think when you've done the same save game in football manager, not the same save game, but you know, you've managed through the English pyramid, like you know what works to a certain extent. Obviously, maybe next year's with the, the new era of football manager, it'll all be very, very different. But um, yeah, it, it is that weird thing, like you said, where people really get invested. I'd like to believe people get really invested in me. And I'm, there is definitely people who do that. I know there are also people who just love the idea of Park to Prem. So I'll finish Park to Prem in March and people go, see you next December. Like, And, <laughs> and they, they won't watch the videos all the way through. And like, you kind of know that's going to be how it works. And it's that thing where you can't serve everyone the content they necessarily watch. So it's yeah. like... When it comes to how do you follow up Park to Prem, I'm, I'm always a bit like, well, I don't want to drag out Park to Prem too long. I don't, I don't want to like wrap it up too quickly. 
but I also need to have something to move on to that people are going to want to watch. And obviously the issue with YouTube, I mentioned that how you have the drop-off like once yeah. you win a Champions League. If you do a further two seasons and only 10,000 people watch it and then it's like, right, new series time, you've fallen so much in the YouTube algorithm because people yeah. aren't clicking through on recommended uh, like on the series anymore. So YouTube takes a little while to catch up and go, oh, they're doing this new thing now that some of the old viewers are watching. Let's give it to more lapsed viewers. And YouTube is aware of those things, right? The algorithm. I do feel like when you're maybe managing and doing a smaller channel, the algorithm is less of a thing. I feel like there's almost a big pressure to become part of people's daily routines. And that's not to say you bombard them with like tweet notifications of being live, but kind of you just let them know through consistency of doing videos and just through your messaging, hey, this is the videos that are coming and when they're going to come out. Um, I'm going on a tangent here, but I'm sure we've all been in that thing where you fall into a YouTube rabbit hole where there's like a certain channel that you get served videos for. You watch, I'll, I'll know everything about beekeeping based on a binge that I have last year. <laughs> I've subscribed that channel. It's amazing. But, I, I never, but here's the thing. I didn't subscribe to that channel. And then like a month later, it's like, oh yeah, I'm not getting any beekeeping videos anymore. And that's just how the YouTube algorithm works. Yeah, so in yeah, order yeah, to yeah, get yeah. people... As good as a call to actually do it, hey, subscribe here, like is, and subscribing is important because of how YouTube works now. People don't go to their subscription pages. I'm going this. I just go to my homepage and the algorithm is already yeah, yeah, down. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I want to watch that. <laughs> but like, yeah. it, it is well, that well, way. So you basically need to either be on people's homepages through really doing well in the algorithm mm. or get to a point where people go to your channel to find the content and they consistently do that. And that's so difficult yeah. to do. The amount of times where you'll see someone who maybe puts out a banger video first video and then the next video is not for two weeks. And it's like, because it's they're, they're a smaller yeah. channel and they've not got that active one, it's people aren't checking like every, like they're not going to check two weeks later for the thing and maybe they didn't subscribe off the first one. So you just never get that return. Mm-hmm. So it, it is weird. Like, and I feel blessed in a weird way because I don't feel like it always used to be like that. But with Let's Plays being so competitive now, I, I find that because obviously it's my full-time job, I can just put out videos really consistently every day at midday. It's people's lunch break and it becomes part of their routine. So I don't yeah. necessarily have to rely on the algorithm as much. Mm. But it is interesting like how the consumption of stuff has worked. I mean, you mentioned earlier like the renaissance of Let's Plays. And I think there is room for more and more Let's Plays, but I feel like a lot of people who maybe start and fall off get discouraged by that initial fall off. The of fall off the drop of that I'm yeah. that guy. Like, I'll but just all, put my Dortmund just stopped. <laughs> just but, but also, people, uh, this might sound, this could sound a bit pretentious, but people don't want to put the graft in. Like, when I, I was yeah. blessed that when I started yeah. 11 years ago, no one knew what they were doing. We all just, no one had yeah. cameras, no one had like fancy gear. And that's not to say you need a fancy camera when you're starting out. I think if you have an okay microphone that you can pick up for like 10 to 20 quid, you can get pretty okay yeah. microphones of that kind of price. Like, you can, that's a good starting point to like refine your craft and get good at it. But the reality is, if you want people to watch your content over someone else's, like going in that person's comment section and being like, hey, check out my series that I've done, or like replying <laughs> to tweets saying, hey, I'm doing a similar thing, like check it out here, it doesn't really work. Like you need people to, to buy thing. into you and watch you. And yeah, it's weird how it's changed. Like, I mean, you look at the podcast that we're doing here, like podcast five years ago, you probably would have been us just talking and there would have been a nice waveform graphic on screen and just like a <laughs> generic thing. Like, everything's got bigger and better. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so in order to like get to like a level where people want to choose to watch you, 
you you need to really be consistently working on and also just excelling at that content yeah yeah i must admit i mean that that's that's my like i i recognize that straight away like that is me like i'm i have so many ideas of like i'll do this i'll do this i'll do this and then I don't either follow through on those ideas or I haven't got the time to to, to do it. It's time like, consuming as well. And, yeah. some, and some people will start and just the, and uh, enjoy it. Like, yeah. That's kind of fun. That's the fine. thing with tactics as well. Like <clears throat> uh, you were talking about, uh, someone uh, mentioned earlier, like I think a big part of it for me as well is actually enjoying it. So that's one reason Like, if I had to do like for me, it's very easy to do like a, I don't know, a 433 tactic video and go on holiday for that season. And I can literally have a video for you every single day of the week. But I think that's where my burnout will come. Whereas if, like the way I'm doing it is literally, I'm just enjoying the game as it is at the moment. And I think some people kind of get that from me, but I'm also very, very fortunate and privileged as well. Cause I don't have to, net, well, I do have to be consistent in order for the channel to improve. But for me to hit my, what I'm currently hitting average because there's not much pe many people doing what i'm doing it's sort of people yeah. will just wait for me sort of and that's what kind of happens at the moment people will just wait for it like a, a tactical analysis because they know there's there's not going to be another video similar to it so i think i'm fortunate in that way but also i do recognize for me to improve i've got to be because like like you said that like the consistency like i don't feel i don't necessarily have to have a video every week but there has, there should be a schedule. Whereas at the moment, my videos, I would wake up this morning and be like, ah, I'm doing a video today and just upload it. And just anytime there's no, there's no, there's no literally like schedule to it, but I do see the effects of it though on the channel. At the moment, yep. I'm turning sort of a blind eye to it and just ignoring it. Well, that's the like, thing. If, this it, if, is it my doesn't, way. if it doesn't matter that, like in a way, it does though, like because it. I don't know what my max, but like, I know I've got more potential. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I know that yeah, my yeah. numbers at the moment, like, I don't want to say 60,000 is not great, but for the amount of time I'm doing it and the time that it took me to get to 50,000, I should be on a lot higher than 60. But that's only because I've stuck in my way of doing things and not, I wouldn't say I haven't really improved on getting better, but those small things about, even if it was Monday, every Monday, three o'clock, Wednesday, three o'clock, Friday, three o'clock, those sort of things would help. But I'm just, yeah. I don't know what it is with me. I'm just like, I don't know. I just wake up and like, Sometimes I do love football manager too much where I, I can just wake up in the morning and the tactic that I done last night, I'm about, I'm recording this right now. And I record it, edit it all in like a few hours and then just upload it, release it. And I, I was going to say, that's a trap that a lot of people fall into <laughs> when they're really yeah. excited, but they just, they... Excitement, that's it is. Too yeah. many videos and they get burnt yeah. out because of it. Sometimes it's so, good to record a video and just sit on it for a few oh, days. I see that work the space, I can't do, like, I would literally have a video, even this it's seven o'clock, I'm looking at, the missus is looking at me like, it's too late. And I'm like, I can't have a video and just release it in the morning. I need to release it now. And I'm just releasing it now and I'm, I'm making some excuses to her like, oh, well, YouTube doesn't know, it will pick up in the morning. <laughs> but I just know I've just messed up a good video by just posting it, but I've got this excitement thing, like, I've just edited it and I've got this itch, like, the world needs, that's why even like the other day I was like, I'm editing the video. I'm like, I've already, before the video's even edited, this is my best video. <laughs> so I think, because the excitement was just there and then like, it yeah. needs to go out at that moment. And that's the sort of thing that, I would have thought like four years into it, that excitement would have died down a little bit, but I don't know what it is. I don't know. Like, I'm just, 
sometimes as well, like you are thinking this video is going to bang. Like sort of thinking like, yeah. I can't wait till the morning. <laughs> I get that with Let's Play videos. So with my Let's Play stuff, there are sometimes times where it's like, you know what, I'll just fancy playing for 16 hours today and just doing two days worth of work yeah. and I can have a longer weekend because yeah. I'm enjoying it. But I'll record like maybe, there's times I'll record if I'm going away on holiday and I know I need to get ahead on videos. Yeah, still yeah, yeah. Away. And I'll be recording a video that's a week when I'm something and people are going to absolutely bloody love this. And when it comes out in a week, I'm not going to remember how excited I was about people. <laughs> seeing this like, there's this annoying thing it's like oh, I wish I could just put out five videos today yeah I remember yeah, there was one man. point where I used I had that excitable kind of nest I think it was when I was doing my Gibraltar save game mm-hmm. and because the season basically revolved around going through the domestic Gibraltar season as quick as possible and then just grinding all the qualifiers for European games <laughs> be like right guys if this video gets 500 likes in the first four hours we'll have another video today of the next round of the qualifiers <laughs> and so there'll be like a week where there's just 15 videos and they were shorter videos and they weren't edited and to be honest mm. they were kind of crap but at the time people were just like more more, more. yeah, more, going, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I want to do more I think they get that sense that you're enjoying it as well they get yeah. that sense like something yeah but something's it- building but it's difficult as well, though, isn't it? Because it feeds the beast and it feeds that expectation that you're going to be putting out multiple videos I think every some single people day. Are like, like, we have two videos now. I think that's the person who's going, he did it in 2015. Why doesn't he do it anymore? He's become complacent. It's like, wow. it's, ch- wow. it's changed now. It's weird, though, like, this is a bit different to football management, like the whole idea of content creation and putting it up. There are a few different types of YouTube channels, right? You get the ones where like me they have like a really set schedule of a certain number of videos throughout a week there are people who they'll kind of set a rough expectation of you know there'll be two videos a week they're up when they're up but then <laughs> there are youtubers that i'll watch where i know it's like it's wednesday right when's this video that like, they've got a video coming out i don't know if any of you guys have seen jet lagged um mm, uh... it's a it's a game show where basically they it, you know, like the Amazing Race, the old t- like TV series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has had to travel around the world. Essentially, it's like some YouTubers that do that as two teams, usually. Ooh. And when they have Ooh. like a season active, it's like every Wednesday there's a new episode, and I'll be sat going, "It's nearly Wednesday, it's nearly the new one," <laughs> and I get well excited. For it. I recommend it if you want to have like something good to watch. Jet lagged, it's so good. They did a, like capture the flag across Japan, which was amazing, but using public transport to move around, and like they're on wow. phone, like geo tracking each that is other. Mental. But and, and then there are other channels where they'll upload once every like six months, but you know it's going to be an absolute banger. Bang, yeah, that video yeah, goes yeah, out. yeah. And because YouTube knows how the, that channel works, that video goes out and, and it'll appear in your recommended like two weeks after it's been up, but it still manages to hit yeah. your recommended. That's me like, it's yeah. a channel called Coffeezilla. I don't know if you heard, if you heard it. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They got to a point that I was like, I, was like, I didn't know him, so I started binge watching and it got to a point that like, I'm up to date now. And it was like every week, just refreshing, just hoping. He's just hoping it's something on his channel, just hoping because someone's fraud is about to get exposed. You're just, you're just hoping. I, fe- I fell into a rabbit hole of it. It was like inter- police interrogation, like psychological breakdown. <gasps> like this yes, guy's like, called, the same just, thing as me. Yes, I think, it, I, think <laughs> I think the guy's channel's called Jim Can't Swim. And that's the name of his challenge. You've got, and he'll upload like a video every six months. And when it comes out, it's like, right, I've got a two hour interrogation to watch. Yeah. But those videos, like, obviously, that channel doesn't revolve off a schedule. But yeah, yeah. The way people anticipate it. And you get certain videos, right, where you know the production when that person puts out a video is going to be elite. You're just going to make time to watch it. Yeah. And 
there's that content is like you make time to watch it knowing it's coming out on that day there's content where you make time to watch it because like, oh my god it's out after four months of like nothing and you know mm. it's going to be great because that person set that standard yeah and sometimes it's about knowing your audience and kind of carving out an expectation for what it will be so a really good example of this in football manager is uh, crew the canadian yeah, yeah. guy you know that most sundays that's when his videos go up he has the thing where every sunday his videos go up and i don't yeah. know how much they're conscious that decision it, that decision is that he's made I feel like it's maybe something where he went, hey, this really works. People love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, people are going to be excited. But then like, once you find that thing and how you can serve your audience consistently, and it has to be something that's maintainable, right? Like if you're, mm. do you set this expectation where it's like, I'm going to do a video every day and then it's like, oh crap, I can get a video out on Thursday. <laughs> it's the Friday and you're just having, I can't be asked. I'll do, I'll do it on a Monday. Like those two days that you've missed, if that's the expectation you've set, can really screw you over like even if it's a case of just saying hey there's a video every tuesday and thursday you might get some bonus videos in between but they're the days to come back and check stuff out i think i think you're right i think everyone goes into it with the expectation that they've got to do more and they've got to do so much more especially when when you're newer do less better same with streaming some streamers think i stream eight hours a day i'm grinding streaming i love him still only two people watching me it's like instead of spending eight hours streaming spend four hours streaming spend two hours turning some clips from your stream into shorts and spend two more hours that you were spending streaming looking at how you can enhance your stream improve the graphics maybe network a little bit watch what other people in the same space are doing to figure out how can i improve or just watch your own vods back and think what could I be doing better? What do I not like that other people can do? Yeah. And it, it's that thing where, and this applies to all walks of life. It's like work smart. I hate the cliche work smarter, not harder, but it kind of applies to so many things. And especially in the internet content creation and just the internet spaces, people are all about yeah, the yeah, grind. Yeah. And like the grind is a myth, folks. Like the, yeah. The, yeah. The, like it's just not a healthy mindset to have, especially because it feels really bloody crap if you feel like you're out there grinding and then you don't get any reward off it. Like you don't learn anything from it. You don't gain enjoyment from it. It's just bloody miserable. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, literally. So obviously working hard and grinding is sort of like just two different things. I think grinding is just, yeah, some people will just think like... People get confused, right? People just think, yeah, like, I'm yeah. working really hard because I'm, cause I'm cause doing I'm the same thing over and eight, over. Eight hours actually, a day, yeah, yeah. Exactly, but that's not actually working hard because you're not really thinking about what you're doing. You're just <laughs> you're it's just a professional it. footballer just being in the gym all the time and then thinking, yeah, yeah. Why, why is my first touch not better? Or yeah, only yeah. working on the technical side of their game and be like, why just repeating, why? repeating the yeah, same yeah, mistake yeah, 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 over yeah, and over yeah. again. And it's not necessarily grind, just about putting the hours in the front of the computer, but it's all about just working hard. Like you said, it's not if you're gonna have if you've got eight hours, don't stream for eight hours. You can stream for four hours, and then you can spend the other four hours working hard on something else, like editing clips or whatever it is, mm. and networking. You don't necessarily have to sit there for eight hours just streaming, hoping that someone's just gonna walk in. And that's that's I what I don't the understand. Expectation as well, right? That when you do something for eight hours, you deserve to get like a response. Yeah, that's yeah. That's that's just not how the internet yeah. works. It's- it's 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 that moment of self reflection as well, and I think that's that's the key thing that that nobody's nobody really enjoys it. No one enjoys looking back over whatever you've done because you you know you, you believe what you've done is good. Like like I'm I, I'm at Aaron, that vein Aaron, to actually, I, I might watch my videos back 
to listen to myself. I'm not going to lie to you. And I, I don't watch it back to improve. I literally watch yeah. it back just because just, just, it's me. I don't know why. It's like, oh, this is a decent video. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I used to record. So like, so when, when I was doing stand-up lots, I used to record like brand new shows or like, or like new material. I'd go and I'd record it on my phone and I'd go, I'm going to listen to that and work out what worked. And I had never listened to a single one of those <laughs> recordings back. <laughs> I did. I did. That. that was one of the things when I first started. I knew my commentary was bad when I first started yeah. doing videos, and I was very aware of that. So I used to do a thing where I'd watch back videos and I would note down any time I repeated a phrase. And that's then every my time new I thing noted, whenever mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's a metaphor or like a turn of phrase I used too much, I'm going to write down 10 alternatives to that thing. Mm-hmm. And there's still times where I notice there are certain things that I say a lot in videos or at least say once every video. And it's like, <laughs> actually, some of those things are okay because it gives you like a familiar feel. It's like when you watch a TV game show uh, or yeah, and it's always the same line that's always said. I'm trying to think of a good example uh, of like a TV show which has like the catchphrase or the fit. Like, I would that's call it a catchphrase. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's not even catchphrases though. It's like it's those repetitive words. Like yeah. I know, I know this. Person's I noticed this that, that thing. I noticed that I say obviously a lot, and, and, it's, like, and it's not obvious to anybody. <laughs> but like, for yeah. me, it's just, like it's just a word I'm putting in here. And I I clocked it when I was doing. We talk about long form content. Shout out by the way to Second Yellow Card who brought out um, the. Uh, the Premier League years oh, yeah. football manager version. This oh, that's week, quality. Which yeah, was I like so, so good. Um, awesome that Matt said, "Oh, you know, do you want to come and do some voices on it?" And I was doing these these commentaries. You sit there, Jack, about commentary. I've got three stock phrases, and I was doing twelve matches, and I was like, "I've just said the same thing in two highlights in the same match." I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, commentary. I think I'm a bit. Yeah, I'm 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 different on commentary. When I'm but in my videos though, before and now I'm I don't do it. Before like, or just doing like getting into it, I always used to say like I said, like I said. But because of my accent, a lot of people just thought I said Lacazette. So like <laughs> in the comments, people just say Lacazette. I'm like, what is going? I'm not even Arsenal. Why are people I get Lacazette? I get that saying Shirley. <laughs> Instead of Shirley, it's like a Norfolk thing from my dad. I blame him. I'm saying Shirley. And people go, like, who's Shirley? I used to Aaron, say like I said. The amount of times I've ran you through uh, through caption generators, it's just like oh me, me and you. I just I just I just put it on and just go, yeah, fine. Like we'll, we'll just do that. I'm, I don't know what I've said. I don't know what anyone's said. Yes. Just put it out. <laughs> so at least with YouTube, I've got a script, so I just now can copy and paste my script in the subtitle bit for my videos. But when I edit sometimes this video and I put the subtitles, I don't even know what I've said. I don't know what you've said sometimes. But oh my god, it's actually mental. <laughs> That's the way to do it, the way it's the way to do it. Uh, one, <clears throat> one question I'm going to ask though, Jack. Uh, we sort of touched upon it ever so briefly uh, before we started. I should really point out the fact you're wearing a Japanese football shirt. I am, I? yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. Is a little, a little thing that we that we were going to get you on for at the start of the uh, of the game cycle, but it feels more appropriate to get it done now. Because you're a massive J League fan. I am, yeah. J League <laughs> starts tomorrow as we record. We're dating mm-hmm. the video. We've not bleeped yeah. it earlier, so I could ruin the magic. Uh, yeah, yeah. J League, obviously, in Football Manager wasn't wasn't exactly the most plain sailing of introductions. I think it's safe to say. Yeah, I mean, people are bloody excited mm-hmm. for it. I'm my plan after Park to Prem is to do a save in Japan 
starting way below J3, which is the lowest playable league. But yeah, I've been... <laughs> I, I, I was tweeting about the fact there was no J-League researchers hired for Football Manager like a decade ago. I'd like sit there on like their employment this year where they like announce the, the teams and countries <laughs> they research from again. No Japan this year. Then I, I'd had dreams about it being added. So when it came out this year that it was being added in, I was so excited. And obviously, since then, I've been able to work with the league and make some English content, which was really, really cool to do. Like They're super well-received by their side of things. I'm hoping there might be scope to do some more stuff with them. But yeah, I, it's weird, right? Because I, I feel like it's one of those things where it's got added and people are quite excited for it. But like I've not really seen anyone do any YouTube content on it. Like there, There's definitely people mm. doing Let's Plays out there. I don't mean... But I'm talking about like the more established channels here. I I agree. I was because I'm like yourself, Jack. Like I'm a I'm a long term J League fan coming from Transworld Sport. Basically, when I was at university, I was very very happy to watch things at four o'clock on a Sunday morning. Going, oh look at this Japanese football, Um, brilliant. Loved all that. So I was like J League, J League, J League. And obviously, when it was announced, I was like, I spoke to my community and going like, they got really hyped about. They're like. Are you gonna do J League? And I was like, no, <laughs> because because I like the idea of the J League, and you like the idea of the J League for about two weeks yeah. until you don't know any of the players or the clubs, and we don't know what the rules are collectively. So yeah, I just remember I thinking mean, I put a tweet out when Susan got announced. I was like, yes, I'm gonna manage one matter. Nobody from their side told me that I couldn't be able to manage one matter. They just left me hanging. I was like, yes, one matter. There's well, no it's one that matter. weird thing. Like, licenses are so weird over in J League. You just like certain players like have their licenses exclusively put out to other yeah. games. Konami personally. Sorry, E-Football. Yeah. E-Football. Um, and obviously with fan mods with football football manager we, that's yeah. not necessarily a big issue obviously at launch like not everything was fully licensed and yeah, yeah. i mean i used to work for sega so i experienced working with japanese companies they work at like a snail's pace but everything has to be done properly Immaculate. like they'll run and, and so it's not right it doesn't fly with them and so i imagine to get it even into the game in its current shape like it was a lot of effort but actually yeah. the community around it like there is a big fm japan discord server and like yeah. there's people actively modding i know at the moment they're busy creating a stadium picture pack for like all the stadiums like the first like top five thousand japanese teams because obviously you kind of take for granted that with all the other leagues in football manager like graphics packs face packs and everything kind of just been built up over like 20 years where like yeah, yeah, you just yeah. add stuff in mm. And like you look at a stadium picture pack, like yeah, that's like the ground like ten years ago. But it doesn't really matter. Like no one cares. Yeah, no one whereas, yeah. Like Japan as a like a football ecosystem has kind of existed in a black hole. But it's weird because the Japanese football league is the second biggest professional football league in the world, behind the English football league in terms of the number of professional footballers and professional clubs in the top three leagues. It's massive. Like Japan had this big push where they wanted to obviously professionalize the game way more. They obviously hosted a World Cup and like it's something that has grown and grown and grown. And the Japanese Football League is so like interesting. And so for me, my plan after the Park to Prem finishes is to go and manage in Japan, do a lower league save game because the promotion to the fourth tier is the hardest league in world football to get promoted for. And if you find Football Manager a bit formulaic, a bit easy, which I confess, I think sometimes I just know what to do. I think that in itself is going to provide like a proper challenge, which is really, really exciting. And I think for a lot of people, it's about exposing people to it. I mean, like, hey, this is why you should be excited for this thing. Yeah. 
It's time to say hello to the latest sponsor of the FM show. Everybody say hello to Surprise Shirts. Surprise Shirts is a family-run business based in Lincolnshire selling mystery football shirts. A customer purchases a shirt on the Surprise Shirts website, tells them which teams they wouldn't like to receive, and Surprise Shirts sends them a football shirt from any team around the world. But for FM fans... Surprise Shirts have devised the ultimate way to choose your next save. Their FM Mystery Box guarantees a shirt from a club playable in the standard PC version of FM24. Not only can you solve the dilemma of choosing who to manage, you can represent the club with pride as you manage them to glory whilst wearing a piece of their history. FM boxes are just $35.99, a very reasonable price for a new football shirt, but FM Show listeners can save 10% when they use the code FMSHOW at checkout. So just a reminder, there's a text box at checkout to list any teams you'd like surprise shirts to exclude from the box so you won't get any nasty surprises. So spice up your next FM save, support a family business by heading to www.surpriseshirts.co.uk and use the code FMSHOW. That's FMSHOW. For 10% off. So is that the university system as well? Like in, in so the, they, have, they have their high school system, but the yeah. system I was talking about is promotion to the mm. J. So it gets confusing, everyone. I'll buckle up tight. Cause, so cause you, it, you have J-League, which is the top three divisions of Japan. Mm. Mm. JFL do the fourth tier. The fourth tier is called JFL. It's managed by a completely separate group. And then below that, there is another set of leagues, the regional leagues which are then managed by a whole new group. And it used to be that you had to apply to join J-League. So you had to apply to go into the third division and you basically had to be eligible. You had to get like a license so that if you won tier four, you could go up. And there's some teams that basically would, it's a bit like in, I think it's the Netherlands um, mm -hmm. where teams choose not to be promoted because they want to stay at like an amateur level. I don't know if this might be too niche or a football thing, but it's the same in the Netherlands. But essentially in Japan, they have opened it up more recently but you have the first to third divisions, which are in football manager, the JFL, which is the fourth division that used to be kind of the top level of semi-professional playing. Some of the teams are now professional there. And it used to be where a lot of like factory teams used to be. So there are mm -hmm. different car factory, car manufacturers that would basically stay in that league forever and never enter J League because they, they're, it's a bit like a, what are the car manufacturers? Vauxhall Motors that we have <laughs> yeah. in, in England, it's a bit like that. And like company teams. And that's now changed more and more with the professionalism. But the tier below that, the fifth tier, is bonkers. It's a hundred and I've got it in front of me here because otherwise I won't get it right. Mm -hmm. So it's 135 clubs that play at tier five across nine leagues. <laughs> at the end of the regular season, the nine leagues winners advance. So you've got nine teams that go forward, like into a winner's cup. And then the Shakajin uh, Cup, which is the non-league trophy the top three teams in that competition also advance alongside the nine other teams so you, you basically have the theoretically the 12 best non-league teams right going to like a super league which is split into three groups of four <laughs> and the three groups of four play against each other and the winners of those three groups go into a new group stage alongside the team that finished second and scored the most goals from that next group. So you have your initial league season. If you win your league or you stop <laughs> in the cup, you go into a cup comp into a league system of three leagues. 
if you win that league, you go into another round, right? This is all these later rounds are all at neutral cities. Like you go there on holiday for a week and play like a little mini tournament. Like you do when <laughs> what you do is going on? <laughs> no, no, it gets more. Yeah, once you've narrowed down the 135 <laughs> clubs to four teams, theoretically the four best teams, they play each other in another group stage bit. And then the top two teams, okay, this is the best bit. So you've played for all of that many rounds. If you finish in the top two, you play against the bottom two teams of the fourth division away from home. It's one game and you have to beat them to be promoted. If you draw away from home, you're just not promoted. You had to beat the team and earn the spot off them. So you run How long does this take? I'm yeah, still listening to the JFL. So, <laughs> I'm still trying to understand the The fifth tier has 135 teams. They play for a big playoff, and the top two teams play the bottom two teams of the fourth division, and sometimes no one gets promoted. Wow. <laughs> so, like, no one can go up to it. It becomes the hardest league to get out of in world football. I genuinely don't think there's a nation that's any The holiday and everything, just all for nothing. <laughs> yeah, literally. Imagine you get there, you're taking on a team in the fourth tier as a fifth division team. You've gone through four rounds to get to this point, and it's one game at the away team stadium, away from home, and you just draw and go over. It's like, well, that was a good sit. We'll do it again next year. So you have to play the, you have to be the away team as well. Yeah, you're the away team, and it's one game, and you have to beat them. There's no extra time. If you draw after 90 minutes, you didn't beat them. You don't get their spot in the fourth division. So, what point do they have the travel later? In there as well. Yeah, no, they really should, shouldn't they? <laughs> I, my favourite just... bit is the fact they have the best twelve teams that play in three groups of four, and then the winners of those three groups go through, and then it's just like fuck. We have we need another team that we put through <laughs> to get a group of four. Right, whoever scores the most and finishes second, you just go through, lads. It's just, it's oh, also, also as well, so hang on. Where are the second team? Is that the second team in those three groups? Yeah, so whoever right, scores okay, the so... most of the team. So basically, you just want to attack as much as you can. But it's the yeah. fact that that kind of the three divisions of like, yeah, all the winners corners. are just in new, different neutral cities around Japan. It's just like a big happy holiday. Yeah, like you've got to take a <laughs> it's month like off. Game show. It's a month off work. I think the X Factor qualifying is more simpler than this, to be honest. Like, yeah, this is meant. Where's this the is judges boot camp in all of it? But yeah, I think for like. I, I've already contacted people being like, can we get a motion graphic made for this? Because I don't want to have to explain this in episode one of like a series where I'm like, we have to get out of this division. Here, here's how it looks. But all you need to know is basically some years no one gets promoted after like 50 games and four stages. Oh, man. I think the video That's starts hilarious. with, we have to get promoted because I'm not repeating this again. <laughs> 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 when I failed to get promoted, it's like, right, guys, we're going to play the tape. Just yeah, 1.5 like... times speed. Just enjoy that. Right now we all remember where we're at. It's a bit wow. like a, this makes what, this makes Brazilian Serie B look really really easy. I did a tweet it? and someone was like, "I think the Argentine system is simpler than this." I'm having that's the league where like they change the number of teams every year. Yeah, the Argentines. Oh. Yeah, I think even FM got confused, I, didn't they? <laughs> they even they yeah. got confused in the room. <laughs> I, I do love the idea though that you have to beat the team in the league above you away from home in a that's, single that like, is game. Like, that's so that's brutal. What, like you've is you've been like, 130 teams at your own level. It's like right, well now you know you've had a lovely season. I'll take on these guys. Beat them isn't, away. Isn't that similar to? Is it Copa Italia where the the higher rep teams, the home. I don't know if that's that's, that's the way in FM, but for some reason, like they can if, it, if it's Bologna versus Juve, it's always Juve at home, which just that bothers me. That triggers me. Is that like, if anything, if you're gonna have that rule, shouldn't it be the other way around. 
Shouldn't it be Juve going to Bolognese? Bologna, sorry. Rather than... Juve going to Bolognese? I keep calling it Bolognese. It's from a video. I keep calling it Bolognese from a video. It doesn't make more sense that Juve has to go to... It's just... Oh, man. That is annoying. Because surely you should have a final every year of the strongest teams. In, in Sweden, you, you can you can ha- you can buy home home I've, advantage. I've, can't I remember you, loving that in you Sweden. Did that in, actually, you just yeah. buy home advantage. Yeah, ten thousand pounds. That sounds good. Yeah, I love Sunday League where you just win three points, lose none, relegated, yeah, promoted. Not, That's the thing it. I'm also <laughs> about being in Japan is I you do this thing called away days where I go on Google Earth and look at the stadiums. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in England, that's chaotic enough. I'm going to be in Japan where we don't have the English alphabet all of us yep. trying to navigate my radar. <laughs> I think this is the stadium we're playing out of a fifth tier team. You're also you're also going to have to go and find places that are just neutral and go, we might be staying here. We yeah. don't know. Them. <laughs> <laughs> it, we're in this city somewhere like for the weekend, lads. Oh my days. Well, thankfully, all the all the pronunciations for the player names will be easy as well. So you'll be grand with that. So oh, yeah. gonna... I wonder why they've only gone down to J3. Definitely has nothing to do with all the different organisations they've got. <laughs> That's me- no, we don't want to program that in the game. That's too much, even for our researchers. That's yeah, mental, man. Wow. Yeah, you can imagine when when the the memo went round SI going right. We need someone to to work on the uh, on the J League. Is anyone interested? In this? Oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Right. Well, here's the league structure. Should we just do three? <laughs> just... <laughs> My favorite thing about it was I was looking on Wikipedia trying to understand the rules, and I, I'm like, I'm good friends with a couple of the researchers on the Japan store. I'm like, is this accurate? They're like, nah, this changed last year. Like, we don't do penalty shootouts to get bonus points anymore. I'm thinking, well, that's a relief, and it was yeah, simplified yeah. slightly. Because I remember there was a conversation. I think it was on the forum where people were like. They were saying that before the old ways, and people kept saying, "Yeah, this is the way." And then there's like some big debate and argument, like, "No, no, now this is the way. No, this is the way now." And it's just like, "Wow, this is mental." I oh, think they man. don't understand the rules half the time. They just wing it. It's like, yeah, I think I think we're meant to play you in the next round. You know, you ever did five side football tournaments? Like, where you, there's like some mad goal difference figure. Everyone's trying to work out who to play who, and no one really knows. It's going to be like that. There's just one bloke, poor bloke in the corner, pen and pencil, be like, right, draw lines between yeah. the teams. Like, I, I think just, just do it. Like, just get one pitch, winner stays on, right? And then at the end of the month, whoever's still playing, you're promoted. But it's, but it's a month solid. <laughs> you just tag Mental, in, like, man. So you'll, you'll kick off at, at three o'clock in the afternoon. Unfortunately, there'll be a team who's got to try and play at one o'clock in the morning. But you've played seven matches at that point. Brilliant. Is, there, that a, is there a specific team that? Oh. So when you when you have to play that team away from home to beat them, where's that team in their league? So where's they will be one of the bottom two teams oh, okay. in the fourth division, but you have to realize there's such a big. I can say the level anyway division. is going to be big. Yeah, the level anyway. But I mean, the theory you'd think is that because you've got like a hundred and thirty-five teams who have played against each other, you should end up with the two best teams if it's a good system. Really, after a whole year. Yeah. But I also feel like because of how football manager works, like football manager can't deal with club world cups, can it? Like yeah, exactly, fitness yeah. levels and stuff. I feel like the fitness levels are just the best. Like the other team have had like a month chilling while you've been going around on your tour and <laughs> playing multiple post-season stages, like just around Japan. Oh, man, but I think, yeah. it, I think the interesting thing about it is it just adds so many high-stake games. It's like, right, well, we win our league, but we still yeah. have to win two more group stages and then beat a team away from home. Yeah. Again, this this makes the whole thing in South America of relegation by average points seem the most obvious thing in the world, doesn't it? <laughs> I remember managing in Mexico for the first time, and they have like the opening and closing stage of the season. And I think with that as well, yeah, they, like, yeah. the average points over the last like 
two years. Yeah. And then at one point, Mexico added like a second tier that's like full of lots of B ish teams, I believe. Mm. And yeah, that's what. It, it, so when I was best, when I was doing the scouting thing, my assignment was Chile and Peru, and that that was so when I joined in, it was like the opening the opening thing. So I was like, yeah, this team won the league, and they're like, nah, mate, <laughs> that's the opening stage. <laughs> but I looked at the league table that like, they won the league, but I also noticed there was no like champions or anything. There was no thing saying that they won it, but they're clearly on top of the table. I, I don't Football manager, like with the league history graphs, which shows past positions. The Mexico ones always used to look mental because it clearly never been like programmed in by with the fact there was going to be two seasons and like a cut with his final. So you'd have like the graph where it'd have like two plot points yeah, yeah. every year. And you're looking, going, it just doesn't look like it makes it. It's not a readable graph at this point. No, I remember I managed in uh, in U- in Uruguay once, the Uruguayan second division. I think there's only about like 14 teams or something, and it's quite a small league. Um, if you win that league, because again, there's a split in it as well. Of course, why wouldn't there be? Like, if you win the league, um, you've got like a three-month preseason. Like, it just yeah. in its ages. The rest of the league sorts itself out and plays another twenty games. Like, so, you, so you've got like this massive time to go into the uh, the Uruguayan top division. And I'm like, because I was like, if we then we will spend a mid-season break or something, surely. And then it just went. It's like, oh, congratulations, you've been promoted. I was like. <laughs> So now what do we do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my like, God. And the players' contracts ran out for another two months. So we're, we're paying these players. They're not playing. So we're hemorrhaging money. Just have really high appearance bonuses when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, fun, fun, fun. Oh, God. Man. I'd love so, people to let us know if there's any leagues they've managed in where there's like mental rules. I remember once managing in China and not reading the league rules. And there was like a rule that's like you're allowed to sign... I think it's like five players over the age of 21 from other Chinese clubs in a year. And I'd sat there having signed 18 new players. Again, I can't register any of these. Like, I remember watching you do that. I remember watching <laughs> yeah. you I had this really that. planned out pre-season. Like, right, I feel very good now. And there's like, right, time yeah. to register, everyone. Okay, mm-hmm. well, half the new signings will not be registered. And it's the Chinese-only goalkeeper rule as well, isn't it? Like, That's so funny, because in Football Manager, yeah, in China, when they had all the foreign players coming in, like, obviously they've now cut so much of that funding and like they have loads of wage caps. Yeah. They like, were scared that every, every team would just sign a foreign goalkeeper, so they made a rule that you could only have Chinese goalkeepers. But as a result of that, the Football Manager AI values Chinese goalkeepers higher than anything else. When you're in, If you have the best Chinese goalkeeper or you want to sign a Chinese goalkeeper off another team, good luck. Like You just need to that one generates your club that's good enough. <laughs> uh, and, and you know, and I think that that's what's interesting. Because you you did that on on Twitch, didn't you? You did did China on Twitch, and then obviously you did Sweden on Twitch. And I think that's that's the interesting bit. Like I think for me, I, I think YouTube seems to be the the the, the European leagues. I would say. Um, good luck, of course, explaining J League on, on YouTube. I, I, need, I need a graphics um, maker. And I, then, I need help myself, I think, dealing with And it. then Twitch can be a bit more sort of like, oh, hey, let's see what we can do here. And it's a little bit different and we can vibe away a bit. I don't know if I'm right or wrong on this. But I, I feel like YouTube is, YouTube is the school disco or like, you know, the prom at the end of your graduation at school. Uh, Twitch is like the grad party afterwards where everyone's snuck in alcohol early and everyone's been let loose <laughs> a little bit and no one's there to reel you in and say, that's not a good idea. It's like, no, I'm managing in China. You can't stop me. <laughs> which, one, which one's the old man pub where you just sit in the corner and complain that the music's too loud? Because I'm in that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Have you got anything from the nineties? <laughs> <laughs> that would be too. Who's it? Zims, but like, he's streaming because he does both, and there's like certain things that he says on his obviously Twitch, but it triggers the TikTok. TikTok keeps sending him warnings. It's like, nope, you can't say that. You can't say that. It's just like, f this. I'm just gonna have to lock that one off then. Oh my god. And- <laughs> fun, 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 fun. Um, yeah, you know what? I think this has been fun. Actually, I've enjoyed Listen, this. I'm you just, told I'm... me before we sat down to record, you're like, I feel like I've got a script now. I feel like we went off the script completely. Yeah, I, I haven't been sent anything. So <laughs> usually I have the script on this screen and you lot on this one. Today, there's, there's nothing. We, there was questions earlier, but then we just thought there's just no point. I don't think as well, this the way the chat went, I don't think we would have had this organic chat the way, obviously, with a script as well. No, look, I think I've got through all my topics I've got on here. Jack, Park to Prem, J League. That's it. It's yeah, that was on the nose. Let's go again. Oh, man. But thank you for explaining the rules, though, because I imagine that we tried to oh. do it ourselves. Oh, Lord. That would have been. All you need to know is no man. one gets promoted after a year of just scrapping away through multiple rounds. It must be really boring if you just finish mid table in the first stage, really. You just get to watch everyone else having a party going around Japan. <laughs> yeah. But is that not the thing, though? If you're starting, uh, you're starting expectations, you're expected to finish mid table. But you're just like, oh, all right, fine. I'm looking forward to <laughs> football managers' expectations. Like, right, our expectation is for you to get to the second round and be the second highest goal scorer and therefore make it to the next round. It's like, oh, God, what's that? <laughs> we, we expect you to be competitive in the 135 team. Like, oh, all right, okay. I thought like, a football manager be competitive. It's just, we don't know what. You're really predicted. Just have fun. That I should be fun. a new option. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, one one thing I will ask then before we start looking to wrap this up, and it's something there that we've we've spoken about, Aaron and I and, and Steve, and um, we get a lot of requests from people. And again, we talk about people thinking that there's a certain content that they want, yeah, a certain content that they like. We get a lot of requests for a network save or oh, a three-person yeah. save. Now, you have famously been part of a very large network save. Yeah. Logistically, it's a nightmare. There's a reason why we're not. Yeah, doing it. Gonna, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that it's so hard to get people on at the same time. And the other thing is, it's kind of different. If you're playing a network game with some friends, you're having a few beers, you can really chill out and be relaxed about it. And you guys will know from streaming, and even when we're sat doing this podcast, this has been pretty relaxed, really. But like yeah. when you're streaming stuff, you're very conscious of the fact you've got to be entertaining. And when you play yeah. football magic, you kind of have your own metronome for how you play. And I find, at least for me, I play differently on stream than if I was recording or if I was just playing in my own time. And But you find your flow with it all. And the issue with like a network game is all it takes is one person to be playing slightly out of time with everyone else and being a bit slower. And you feel like you're filling and streaming becomes instantly like more exhausting. It's like we've been on like a live broadcast, you know, and they know, you know they're filling for something. Yeah. It's like when, you know, the VAR microphone set for the referee's not working and the commentators are sat being, well, we're meant to be kicking off in this Premier League game, but they're sorting out the technology, right? We need to fill. Uh, what can... Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. It, it, it's like challenging. I mean, don't get me wrong, network games are really fun and there's definitely... Uh, an organicness to them, a bit like us just sat chatting, where you can have yeah. like really good interactions. But people mm. kind of tend to go, I really enjoyed this really important moment or this specific thing. You know, <laughs> what were your favorite things? And they'll name three moments. I'm sat thinking, we streamed for 60 hours to get those three moments. And you may yeah. not have even seen them live. Like, I think the other challenge thing is, it's like when we did it, it was like lockdowns were still kind of a thing. And so everyone was Yeah, free, yeah, like, it was a good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whereas the reality is, it's like, with Liverpool being in the Europa League, Thursdays aren't an option. Champions League 
on Wednesdays, and like, people want to do stuff for their weekends now. When you couldn't leave your house on the weekend, it was you know stream or be involved in the family um, FaceTime quiz. Like, I'm always going <laughs> to stream it over. It. Um, <laughs> uh, like uh, network games are so fun. If people haven't done a network game before, and you have some friends who play FM, like it is a really fun way to play. But there is a very specific reason why you don't see that many network games that are probably more than two people. That occasionally you'll see some with two people. There's a reason they don't exist on YouTube. Yeah. Football Manager is kind of quite an isolated game where you play your way. Yeah, I feel like no one plays yeah. anyway. Mm. And you can't, you, whilst you can compromise that slightly, and it becomes a bit easier when there's two of you to kind of figure out each other's rhythms. Nah, I'm just, there's, there's no one on my rhythm. That's the only. That's the only. <laughs> that's the only thing I can never. Because I get through <laughs> twenty games of streaming. Six AM, be like, we play some more, please. Like, yeah, and I, I, go, I literally go through twenty games of stream, and there's just there's. I've never met anyone that will play the game as quick as me. And I watch it, when I'm watching other people, I'm like, what are you doing in between the games? Like, just press continue. I've done one. Or I've done one um, network save, and that's how. That's where it got to the end. It got to like. Two hours in, and we're still like the fifth day in preseason, and then it got to a point in my head that I'm just looking at my own chat, and I'm just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow off. I'm I, just gonna I remember you just unlocked a memory, and this probably gonna be put on some kind of sports interactive blacklist. But I remember <laughs> maybe ten years ago doing a charity stream, and it was a network game where like we like basically passed on the save game, and oh, like, yeah, yeah. there was always people playing. But at the end of the stream, we didn't really know who to raid. And someone, for whatever reason, suggested that we look through the list of network games and find someone's network game that didn't have a password on to raid. You know, like, oh. <laughs> and we, we basically said, no one do anything, but like, don't inter naively, I might add 10 years ago, <laughs> no one, don't do anything stupid. Just join the game. Let's make this person confused while 100 people out of nowhere have joined their network game. And I joined on my stream, and other people joined on theirs, and it froze like 10 seconds. And you just see the number in the top right, and people just going up and up and up and up and up. And up. <laughs> then suddenly, it like continued forward. It just has like the news inbox items there. It's just like Messi released, Ronaldo released, Neymar oh released. Oh my like, god! <laughs> like, we're awful people. So that person's out there wanting an apology. It was. It was. I felt awful, but it is. Kind of, I imagine the idea that someone going out going. There was this time I was just playing football. I did a hundred people hacked into my game or at least Messi and Ronaldo. No, no, Maybe they didn't notice. Maybe they're just like thinking, oh, the AI is crap this year, and I'll leave it report on the forums. Hey, can you believe they didn't sign a contract? How, how bizarre is that? <laughs> Released in December. The hmm. only the only crazy thing, I like in my house, like my friend or my brother, I just could not understand why they would go toilet at half time in the game and just have good faith in me to not touch the computer and not put the goalkeeper <laughs> out front for the second goal. That was just like the go-to thing every single time. But there'll be some donor in the house that'll be like at half time and go to the toilet and think they can come back to their safe with everything looking normal. Oh man, there was always one friend that would just OTT and like you would spot it instantly because your players are in crazy positions. But the key was always football manager network games. Football manager is a very serious game, but as soon as it's involved with other people, like you change how you play. Yeah, game. yeah, it's one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So like even the network save, we just started doing things that like we would never do in a normal save sort of thing because that's the only time you would, only chance you would actually do it as well. But a network save now is too much for me, man. I played. I play too quick. My preseason. I mean, <laughs> they've not said no. Oh. 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 Okay. Is that what we're waiting for? 
Yeah, it was in J4, though, so it's going to be quite <laughs> tricky. <laughs> really? You guys should do a network game, but uh, the guest comes on and plays as, like, the mystery team that is always controlled by a guest. Ooh. There you okay, go. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and they can wear, like, a Lucha Libre mask as well. They've got to work out who it is. <laughs> Have the mystery manager, but, like, on the showdown, just disappears. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Who's our mystery manager today? Exactly. Sorry, you're right in, you're right in the no, top. <laughs> Do you have to work out the clues? <laughs> <laughs> work the what? Work the what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know idea. Work the legs. Work the legs. Don't oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't have legs. I can confirm. I realise that's a very, very niche reference, isn't it? Really, it's, no, it like. is a very niche reference, but it's one that Aaron uh, did, did mention on on the uh, when we were talking <laughs> about coming back. Um, when we obviously we, we we stopped working with the athletic and we were going to go independent, we uh, we said to Steve, we're like, look, we want to we want to hype the thing. We like, oh, we need to tell people that we're coming back, right? So we did a, a record like this, and I think we actually think we did it on on stream. Um, and we, no, 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 it was, it was like this. And we said, all right, we're well, talking away, talking away. No, it was on stream. And um, and then Aaron was just like, oh, we, we, we met uh, we met Jack a few weeks ago. Um, he's got legs. <laughs> people are <laughs> legs. I remember being told by people who, be, they're like, you're taller than I thought. I'm like, do I give up? Like, I think people think I have like small person. Like, I like, over-exaggerate because I'm no, small. No, it is like, as well. Oh. Like, you're literally the first person that I saw with, um, the the desk thing Standing as well, down. yeah. So yeah. like, even when like when it, when it's going up, it's like you're going up with it. Like, there's just no like, like I'm there. Yeah, just, just just know this part, and it's hard to imagine what someone would look like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for the for the audio listeners, I have just activated the standing desk, and it looks like I've just got it. Anyway. I, I can confirm for the people at home. I do have legs. I'm go to the YouTube video, leave a comment and a like if you're an audio listener. Normally, you've got this gold, yeah, but. Yeah. That's amazing because obviously, as, as I, I just envisaged you decreasing in height, I didn't think that the desk had gone up. I, for some, my brain actually went. My legs, are, my legs have gone. It's all an illusion. I have to top up on the potion that I take to give myself that extra speed. My favorite oh, thing about this, this is completely off topic. My favorite thing about my standing desk is it can go really low. So if I'm feeling particularly zen one day, I'll just sit in a bean bag at my desk instead, like on the. Ground. Oh yeah. So when I got sick, uh, I've noticed that as well. So I didn't. I've, my thing's just too set. Like I've got, there's more settings, but I've got like the standing and sitting. Like you can all, you can do your thing, your own heights, and that's how I just, I just like when I'm standing, I just press it and it's at my thing. And I didn't realize how low it actually goes. So now I started like, oh, I can lay down on the floor and watch something and just be comfortable. Yeah, so I've been, that's like how I've been ending I my have, nights. I have the childlike comfort of when I used to have like my Game Boy and be sat in the corner of oh, the, the living room. I'm like that, but with Football Manager and a whole PC on a desk set. It's brilliant. Oh, well, FM, I'm serious. I've got to be up. I've, I've got to be up. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've got to be up. There's no way you can get relaxed. It's just like the woodwork. <laughs> You know if it's a big episode because I'll be stood up ready. If I'm sat yeah. down, I knew it was going to be a chill episode. If I'm stood up, it's like, oh, something, something's happening. Weirdly, that's helped my energy in videos as well. And someone mentioned that, said, why are you, why are you holding your microphone? You know what it is? I've got this picture that I should be on Sky Sports. Like, you know one of those? <laughs> you know the point of this? Yeah. So like, but I feel like, you know when you're, you're I'm explaining, like, that's how I'm very animated. So, that's how, like, uh, re recently, that's like, oh, that's my thing. Like, now I get it. Before, I used to like, sit down, and it's like, it's very difficult because my script's there. Their hands so much. The person who's really good at this is, uh, what's the guy, the tech YouTuber guy. 
Marquez, oh. is it Marquez Brown? Basically, if you ever watch his videos, he talks with his hands. And mm. when you're presenting, like standing up is just like more natural anyway. Like you can have a bit yeah. of smile kind of convey yourself more when i worked in video game traders in my old job like voice actors you always they always stand up because it gives you like way more you can talk out your chest more but also you can really get into it and kind of become the character you are yeah 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 yeah. that i i do like to do the the issue is when i'm doing a transfer special it's like four hours edited into an hour i'm like i can't stand up for the whole this 40 (laughs) minutes of the edited version just out there it's like game out like I feel like I'm stood like in the queue, like for, I don't even what do you stand in the queues for these days? But it used to be midnight release of video games for me. I'd be there. Oh, uh, for any any younger listeners, uh, the queues used to be found in shops. We they used to have don't them. know about we used to have them that, on the high street. They used to download it. I can't you know, believe you know, when you, you know when you get in the queue for like your tickets for concerts like that but physical I'm like, like everyone had to be there, <laughs> like that yeah. you know when it says you're, you're, you're 80th in the queue imagine 80 people in front of you that's what a queue is <laughs> <laughs> the terrifying is we're kind of saying this jokingly in about 10 years time this really is going to be a thing yeah. like, <laughs> in 40 years it's going to be like can you tell me about shopping centres granddad well before oh. you took over the world well, I I uh, uh, I had a I had a joke that I used to do when uh, that was basically it was it was so the, the, it was quite convoluted it was quite a long story but I managed to sort of trink it down to talk about like sort of the the economic downturn of the high street and like obviously major high street shops going like Woolworths and Jessops and Woolworths right. and all that sort of stuff and uh, and it ended with me saying that that my vision of the high street in ten years was just going to be a bloke at the end of the street with an iPad <laughs> going I'm doing an Amazon order does anybody want anything and that's sort of like. <laughs> That's every shop, every, <laughs> every town centre is going to be that. Prime. I've got Prime if you want to buy anything. You don't even want that mean. Oh my God, I'm laughing so much, but that is literally us in the neighbour. If someone's if someone's ordering from Amazon, like, we literally message like, do you need anything? Are you still in lockdown? Like, do you <laughs> still talking to your neighbours? <laughs> we, we actually quite literally, yeah, we quite behave like we are, literally. You see them crazy. getting their grocery deliveries in, you're having they stayed up till 2am to get that slot. I bet they've got the Excellent. toilet roll as well, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. even like the other night when the missus, like, oh, she's hungry. She's talking to her friend. She's hungry. And then like the mum just pops over and she brings her food and stuff. <laughs> it's crazy. It is over, by the way. You are allowed to leave your house again. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I don't leave my house at all. <laughs> Aaron lives in the Waltons, which is amazing, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I've got Lidl's literally right there. I've got the corner oh, shop the there and the fishing shop. We're going on big tangents now. Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> yeah. There was one question to really quickly wrap things up. It's become a bit of a 20 minute conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the recordings. I want to see like close to two hours at where you usually go. Part like, one, past part two. Break it down. <laughs> Before before part one, we can just put in some quotes. I'll be like, my next save game is, you know, make it black and white. My least yeah. favorite YouTuber is Lulu. And then cut, cut that there. And then we don't include this in part one. People watch all the way through part one thinking, what's he going to, who's he going to smack talk? Somebody have like Piers and Morgan's life stories and they take the most saucy bits. There's like the last five minutes of that. Stuff. We'll put that in part two. I'll tell you the feature I think they should take out of FM. <laughs> That's it. It's goes. If football manager do this, never played it again. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, I've enjoyed this. I've it's enjoyed this. It's chat, really, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's literally quite literally just been a chat. It's all it needs to be. It's all it needs to be. This is this is the thing, you know. We've we've got our we've got our vibe. We know what we're all about. <laughs> um, obviously, I say this is why we've been we've been desperate to get you on. So we will get you back on uh, to talk football manager at oh, some bring, point. Bring just you to... the new the new game next year. That's got loads. We'll talk about that like at the end of the summer. Yeah, there's sure. definitely going to be a lot to talk about there. I, I want to get I want to get broken Jack in when he's sort of like eight seasons. <laughs> Still in J four. <laughs> I've moved club four times. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's, um, that's right. gonna be the issue. I hope they have the Ford compatible saves, or I could be stuck for a long time. Like, not allowed to play the new game, Jack. It's, it's FM twenty seven. No, I have to get out of this division. <laughs> you, you committed to this. You committed to this. You could have just done J three, but no, you said J four or nothing. So this is where we are. Um, oh. Right. Obviously, we've got to say uh, say thank you, of course, for for being part of this. I've got some other thank yous I need to say before we uh, do your plugs. I need to say thank you to everyone who's joined Patreon. Woo! You've been on Patreon, you've been watching this early, um, and if you've started watching it early, by the time it's released, you've probably seen the whole episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's only twenty four hours in advance, so I'm sorry if you, if you haven't caught it the second it's out, you're gonna you get caught with the public at the same time. Um, so big shout out to uh, Stephen Lepichki. I'm gonna go with Lepichki, uh, Hayden Ormerod, Rob Wilkinson, Liam Forrest, all signed up this week, and Edward Hale. Terribly sorry for getting your name wrong a couple of weeks ago. I write the thing out on the screen. So whatever I've called you before, I'm really sorry. I presume it was Hall, but Edward Hill. So thank you for pulling me up on that one. If you do want to sign up on Patreon, Aaron, to support the podcast, where can you do so? You can go to www. How w. many W's? <laughs> <laughs> this time I did it slowly. <laughs> and I had my thing counting fingers. I still lost it. So it is www.patreon.com forward slash the FM show pod. It's not the yes. FM. It's the FM show, right? It's FM show. I've got to do that again. I like the fact that you no, guys no, no, are just the FM show pod. Is it the <laughs> FM? Okay. So this... <laughs> Rawless. Rawless. It is we have any pictures. Wait, is it going to be too wordy? So it is Pretty W. Sure. pre-recorded bit where you just press a button and he just says it. <laughs> I love it's the end bit. Is it the FM show pod? Mate, you've missed a W out. <laughs> you've gone worldwide and that's it. So it, so it is the www.patreon.com forward slash the FM show pod. That is www.patreon.com forward slash the you've FM got, You've got the charity reader vibe, right? So if you want to donate, hit the number is down below. If you want to vote for your favourite singer and keep them in today's show? Yeah. Yeah, Go to HTTPS. Yeah. <laughs> just, how many, how many Patreon, is it after the comma? Uh, the if you want to be part of Patreon, just live on Aaron Street. Someone else will sort it for you. <laughs> <laughs> They'll sort it off. Oh, dear. Does anybody want to be a £5 Patreon this week? <laughs> <laughs> Jack, before this descends into madness, where can people find you and find uh, more of your work? Anywhere on the internet. Just search Work the Space or go to Work the dot space <laughs> that is again a work the dot space is worldwide web before but i think people have got that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> www work the space is that right yeah something like that yeah 
Fantastic. Right. Okay. Do remember, of course, follow all the social media channels, the FM Shore Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the FM Shore Pod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email, the FM Shore Pod at gmail.com. Join the Discord. Come and try and decipher this with us. Um, I do need to say thank you to everyone for listening. This was episode number 33 of the FM Show, uh, hosted by myself, Tony Jameson. Our co-host was Aaron Falloon, a.k.a. RDF Tactics. Our guest, of course, the wonderful Work the Space. Take care of yourselves, everyone. See you all next time. This one's been a belter, hasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Want to learn even more about Football Manager? Subscribe to the Patreon. Just visit patreon.com slash the FM show pod. Don't forget to rate and review and follow along on the socials at the FM show pod.